MRN's Classic Races are brought to you by Hercules Tires. MRN Radio presents the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. Tonight, the Winston. Sponsored by Ford. The official truck of NASCAR is built Ford Tough. By Goody's Headache Powder, the official pain reliever of NASCAR. By Wix Filters, the number one filter in NASCAR. By Pfizer Men's Health, tune up for life. By Tenactin, tackle athletes' foot with tough Actin Tenactin. By Budweiser, with the crisp, clean, refreshing taste you'll find in no other beer. This Bud's for you. Two-way communications by Racing Radios. For trackside rental and sales, visit the TrackScan vendor, an authorized affiliate of Racing Radios. And by Napa Auto Parts. Napa, we keep America running. Twenty-three NASCAR Winston Cup machines have fired the engines. Are now just beginning to roll on pit road, getting ready for the start of the Winston Open. Let's take a look at the starting grid. Twenty-three cars, as Joe said, ready to roll. Derek Cope starts twenty-third. He'll drive the sound moves forward. The Johnsons Farms repack Chevrolet with Andy Hillenberg starts twenty-second. Randy Renfro squares off twenty-first in the Price Motorsports Dodge. And the Walk to Cure Diabetes Ford with Carl Long will start 20th. 19th is Hermie Sadler in the Virginia Lottery Chevrolet. The America Online Chevrolet with Jeff Green goes 18th. 17th starter will be Steve Grissom in the Georgia Pacific Brawny Dodge. The Sprint Dodge with Kyle Petty goes 16th. 15th starter Kevin LePage in the Geico Direct Ford. The Hooters Restaurants Ford with Brett Bodine is 14th. Starting 13th is Casey Atwood in the Sirius Satellite Radio Dodge. And the Cheerios Dodge with John Andretti will be starting 12th. And Rick Mass goes off from 11th in the Duke's Mayonnaise Sailors Ford. Stacy Compton has a Conseco Pontiac starting in the 10th spot tonight. Ninth is Mike Skinner in the Kodak Chevrolet. Ron Hornaday sitting in for Shauna Robinson for a couple of weeks in the Bam Racing Dodge. He'll start in the 8th spot. 7th is Hut Strickland in the Hills Brothers Coffee Dodge. Ken Schrader has the pedigree M&M's Pontiac starting in the 6th spot. 5th starter Dave Blaney, the Jasper Engines and Transmissions Ford. Jimmy Spencer has the Target Dodge. Starting in fourth, third starter Ryan Newman, the Altel Ford. And on the front row, Jerry Nadeau uh, subbing for Johnny Benson in the Valvoline Pontiac. On the bud pole, Jeremy Mayfield in the Dodge Dealers UAW Dodge. Well, as darkness will be settling in on the speedway very shortly, the lights are not on here right now, but they will be coming on very shortly. And the first of the uh, events here tonight, the Winston Open, is about to get underway. This truly is one of the most exciting nights in Winston Cup racing. Now, we run night races at other several tracks, up at Bristol, of course, and up at the Richmond International Raceway and at Daytona and different tracks. But when they come here for this one, it's a no-points race. The only thing on the line here is win and get the big money. Prestige, I guess, is one of the main things. And for this particular race, for this uh, opening Winston Open, and then later the Noble Sprint. It's all about trying to advance into the big show tonight, the Winston. This is only 30 laps. All laps will be counting. No pit stop is necessary, and it's all about getting on the gas and going as quickly as you can, working your way to the front of the field. A very exciting night. The fans have packed into the stands here, and they're going to see some fireworks here this evening. Watching some of the fireworks from Motor Racing Network this evening, covering the action for us out in turns one and two from Altamont, Illinois, is Kurt Becker. Joe, it's a cool and breezy evening. We are positioned atop the corporate suites just outside of turn two, staring back into the west and the setting sun as we get set to go racing. Plenty of room for racing to the corners here at Charlotte. The preferred line is toward the bottom third of the racetrack. Then as the cars come off turn two, they'll angle out wide right up next to the outside wall. And if there is a trouble spot on this end of the speedway, quite often it's working up off the bottom of turn two and onto the 
backstretch where cars will get unsettled and get turned around and collect the concrete toward the outside of the racetrack. We'll cover all of that action from our spot high atop the grandstands on the southeast corner of the Speedway here tonight. They'll swing over into turns three and four, and turn four is truly one of the trickiest parts of the Lowe's Motor Speedway here at Charlotte. And to cover the action for MRN tonight up there is Buddy Long from Charlotte, North Carolina. Well, thank you very much, Barney, and good afternoon, everybody. Once again, it's going to be very tricky, as Barney mentioned. Traditionally, turn four has been a problem spot. It's the tunnel turn off of turn number four. But many years ago, a tunnel was incorporated into turn number three. Likewise, there was a tunnel on each side of this racetrack going into the very tricky three and four turn. 24 degrees of banking, two grooves of race and it will be interesting on this end with a very short run for these drivers they're going to want to get to the front now they won't have to knock each other out of the way to get past each other just get up underneath that rear spoiler take a little air off that spoiler move a driver up into a higher groove and get underneath as they battle off a turn four into the trioval and back to the start finish line to advance possibly into the winston later on tonight i'm located high atop the luxury boxes outside of turn number four and i'll cover all the action on this end this evening Field follows a pace car off turn four, still at pace speed, coming down to the line where they will see the signal. One lap to go to get this 30-lap event underway. The format for this evening, again, 30 laps in this Winston Open, followed by 16 laps, the no-bull sprint. Then the Winston, which is 40 laps, followed by 30 laps and 20 laps to determine the winner this year of the Winston. And again, $3 million on the line. A lot of prestige up for grabs as well. Field now works up into the corner, side-by-side up front. Jeremy Mayfield's Dodge and Jerry Nadu's Pontiac, the Ford and Dodge on the second row of Ryan Newman and Jimmy Spencer. Outdoor care to home and auto repair. Do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com. Napa! Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shins that eliminate noise for the life of the pad. Rubber-coated hardware for a better fit and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. Field works their way down into turns one and two. They will go green, as Joe told you, when they come back around one more time. And there is so much pressure in this race because only two in this particular race, only the winner of this one will advance into the Winston, and that's where the really big money is. We talked about it last night. $750,000 will go to the winner of the event here a little bit later tonight. Quick reminder, tonight's broadcast of the Winston is brought to you under exclusive radio rights granted by NASCAR to MRN Radio solely for the private non-commercial use of our listening audience. Any publication, reproduction, or other use of the description and accounts of this event without the expressed written consent of MRN Radio is prohibited. Jeremy Mayfield was quick last night in Bud Pole qualifying for this event. If he's as good tonight as he was last night, he'll be hard to beat. But again, you'd better believe there's some fast cars behind him. There's been a lot of adjusting and tuning done on these cars throughout the course of today. And in the happy hour practice, which was held last night after all the qualifying was complete and everybody else has tuned their cars up just a little more, hopefully being able to catch Jeremy Mayfield. It's Jerry Nadeau starting on the outside of row one. Ryan Newman and Jimmy Spencer on row number two. Third row is Dave Blaney and Ken 
Schrader. Fourth row, Hutt Strickland and Ron Hornaday. And on the fifth row, Mike Skinner and Stacy Compton. Safety car brings them off turn number four now, getting ready to head into the trioval here at this beautiful Lowe's Motor Speedway. The safety car hits the pit lane. Here comes the field for the start of the Winston Open. And with a call, MRN Radio's Barney Hall. Coming down to the line, looking for the green flag. In a 30-lap shootout here where only the winner will advance to the Winston. Green is out. They race to turn number one, hauling it off into the corner. Jeremy Mayfield and Jerry Nadeau get with the program. Door to door, they go to two. Mayfield tries to forge ahead. Ryan Newman tries to give him a shove down toward the inside. Nadeau slides back into the second position. Top three, nose to tail as they head down the back straightaway. About a car length advantage for Jeremy Mayfield as they enter turn three for the first time. The true battle back for fifth. Dave Blaney down low. Kenny Schrader up high as they battle off a turn four and back to the strike for lap one. Jimmy Spencer squeezes by, gets the third spot. Now side by side for the fourth position. Dave Blaney on the inside. Ken Schrader advances. He goes to the outside lane, picks off that spot in turn one. Further ahead, a change for the second position. Ryan Newman coming back into the corner, dives down underneath Jerry Nadeau, so move Newman up in a second. Nadeau digging very strongly down that back straightaway. Looked like he was going to make a run. Now falls back in line as Mayfield has about a five-car length advantage. Jimmy Spencer back in fourth, and Kenny Schrader currently fifth. Whether by design or whether it's just worked out that way, the front three runs single file trying to get away from everybody else. Jimmy Spencer trying to chase down the front three as they head back into turn number one. The hard racing again is occurring back at about eighth and ninth position over in turn two. Mike Skinner has the spot there. He's got company in the form of John Andretti's car, which takes a look down toward the inside. Further Mac Rick Mast behind them. Kyle Larson brings his Chevy four tires to Noco Racing Fuel. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Money's not here for Ryan Blaney. Four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with his own nicotine pouches. Field works over into turn four. Again, it is Jeremy Mayfield leading the way, about to see a battle shape up for the second spot. Jerry Nadeau has caught Ryan Newman. Looks down to the inside as they come into the trioval. Newman blocks the lane, but Nadeau is there. Let's follow the second-place battle back to turn one. Just a couple of laps ago, Newman bypassed Nadeau for the spot. All of a sudden, Jerry comes rallying back toward the inside. Nadeau's Pontiac tucked away now behind Ryan Newman's Ford. And it's going to continue to be Ryan Newman holding that number two position by about a car length and a half. He's Got the horses down that straightaway as he shows them. Here comes Nadeau closing right up in turn three and four as Mayfield leads him back to the strike. Everybody watching Ryan Newman and Jerry Nadeau, who is going to end up in second place. Now the scramble is going to be for third. Jimmy Spencer make that fourth. Jimmy Spencer had it just a moment ago. Kenny Schrader took it away. They go to one. Schrader's Pontiac moves into fourth, opens the lane below Spencer's dodge for the Ford of Dave Blaney. Now here comes Spencer fighting back to the outside. Spencer rocketing on the outside. Schrader's got the preferred line down low about a half a car length advantage now they pull even here goes Spencer on the high side pulling ahead of Kenny Schrader now joining him on the high side is Hutch Strickland alongside Dave Blaney. Spencer gets by picks off the fourth position Ken Schrader falls in line in fifth now it's side by side for six 
Hunt Strickland, the Hills Brothers coffee machine, works to the outside lane around Dave Blaney. Dodge versus Ford in the battle for the sixth position. Here comes Blaney's yellow Ford up the inside lane of the racetrack, but Strickland is strong off the top of the corner. Mirror image of Hutch Strickland to Jimmy Spencer a lap ago. Strickland uses the high side to his advantage, gets around Blaney. Now in front, Ken Schrader puts the pressure on Jimmy Spencer. They remain back in fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh. The laps go by in a hurry in the Winston Open. They've just completed six of those 30 as they cross the line and go back into turn number one. Everybody watching the scramble back at about fifth and sixth position while the front three try to pull away in turn two. Jeremy Mayfield is the race leader, sticking with the battle for the sixth spot. Dave Blaney has the position for now. Hutch Strickland starts a move to the inside. Blaney's had a battle on the high side a moment ago. Strickland trying him there. It wasn't to be. Now he tries the low side. Still trying to dig to the inside, but Blaney sort of cut him off down there on the low side. Off at turn number four. Blaney for the moment holds the position. Blaney holds that spot for the time being as we complete the first seven of 30 laps. Jeremy Mayfield leads. He was on the bug pole for the event. Ryan Newman is second. Jerry Nadu third. Jimmy Spencer fourth. And Ken Schrader is fifth. No changes among the front three. Still, it's Jeremy Mayfield leading. Ryan Newman is second. Jerry Nadu is third. Great battling going on from fourth on back, though. Matter of fact, that is still side-by-side side with Ken Schrader, Jimmy Spencer, and Dave Blaney close to the battle. And the caution flag is coming out for the first time for a problem in turn two. It's the car of Carl Long, which has spun and made contact with the outside wall. Long backs his machine into the wall, crunches the sheet metal down around the rear tires, now has come to rest facing the wrong way of the track along the apron inside of turn two. So Carl Long hits the wall over in turn number two. The caution flag comes out, our first one of the evening. Again, caution laps do count in the Winston Open. From the Lowe's Motor Speedway, this is MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTires.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTires.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Caution is out for the first time this evening in the Winston Open because of a crash over in turn two. Carl Long backed his car into the outside wall, and several cars are on pit road. Let's go to Winston Kelly. Jeff Green among those. He's got right side tires. It's going to be a four-tire stop for him. Same thing for Jimmy Spencer, who had been running up toward the front of the pack. He opts for tires. John Andretti in the Cheerios car. Four tires in fuel for him at a car two in front of Jim Phillips. And Brett Bodine down here, Winston. No tires. Just uh, one turn on the... Wedge bolt on the right side for Brett Bodine. He's back on the racetrack. Yeah, let's see if any cars were in in front of Tony Rizzuti up there. Tony? Derek Cope and also Rick Mass were in. Right side tires and chassis adjustments for both their machines. So first caution of the evening comes out in the Winston Open at lap 10 again when Carl Long bounced off the wall in turn number two. A couple of other cars have gone behind the wall. Kevin LePage went in just a moment ago and parked his machine. Randy Renfro also went behind the wall just a few minutes ago. And, of course, Carl Long, who damaged his car. And those are the only three cars that have had any problems here in the early going. Eleven laps are complete. Just getting the one-to-go signal as the field comes back over to uh, the start-finish line. Not much of a cleanup uh, because of the crash over in turn number two, so we're about to get back at it. Closing in on the halfway point of the Winston Open. Let's tell you how they're running. Jeremy Mayfield, who started on the bud pole, still leads the way. Ryan Newman is second. Jerry Nadu third. Ken Schrader is fourth. And Dave Blaney now runs in the fifth position. In the sixth spot, you've got Hutt Strickland. Seventh is Mike Skinner. In eighth is Casey Atwood. Ninth is Ron Hornaday. And tenth is Kyle Petty. Steve Grissom runs in 
11th. 12th is Stacy Compton. Hermie Sadler is 13th. 14th is Andy Hillenberg. 15th is Brett Bodine. 16th is Jimmy Spencer. 17th, John Andretti. Derek Cope is 18th. Jeff Green, 19th. And 20th is Rick Mast. Carl Long has taken his car to the garage along with Randy Renfro and Kevin LePage. Randy just brought his car back out through the pit entrance a moment ago, and he will join the tail end of the field just to go back out and um, get as many laps here as he can and get as much experience as he can. Been interesting in the early going, a three-car breakaway there just a moment ago, and it looked like it was going to stay that way. Jimmy Spencer had been scrambling back there with Kenny Schrader and a couple of other guys trying to get up there and make it a five- or six-way battle to see who wins the Winston Open. What's going to make these restarts interesting in the running of the Winston Open and the Winston, it's double-file restarts. So it's almost like starting all over again. You've got Ryan Newman alongside Jeremy Mayfield, and then you've got Jerry Nadeau and Ken Schrader side-by-side on the second row. So maybe uh, the guy's got a chance to kind of shake the cars out in that opening 11-lap segment, and now they're back up, bunched up tightly together for a chance to go at it once again with what will be 17 laps to go in the Winston Open. And several drivers who dived on the pit road, some changed tires, as we heard from our pit reporters. Some did not. We'll see if, if the adjustments they made on the cars and the tire change will help Jimmy Spencer and John Andretti and some of the other cars get back up the front and maybe have a shot to win this thing. Here they come, down to the line. Green flag goes back in the air, and Jeremy Mayfield breaks out of the pack, goes single file, takes everybody else to turn number one. Hot battle for second place. Three of them go at it over in turn two. Jerry Nadu had ideas of taking second away from Ryan Newman. Now Newman's car bobbles in the middle of turn number two, but he hangs on to the spot. The back straightaway taking that third spot away from Jerry Nadu. Hutch Strickland likewise into fourth position. Nadu settles into fifth. They Strickland remains in the high groove off of turn four. Strickland on the move coming off turn four. Slides to the outside of the racetrack getting by Jerry Nadu. He is hot right now closing in on Ken Schrader. The third place car. Front four machine single file marching off to turn one. Everyone chasing after Jeremy Mayfield. He's broken away by four car legs from Ryan Newman in second. Ken Schrader third and then Hutch Strickland. They're back in the field right now. Dave Blaney trying to send off the efforts of Kyle Petty and Mike Skinner. That battle now goes single file to three and four. Now Petty begins to dig down low, trying to get the inside of Blaney back in six spots. Trying to make up a little ground, get himself back up to the front of the field while all that goes on. Jeremy Mayfield really keeps the accelerator down. He opens up a lot of daylight on second, third, fourth, and fifth. They're back in two. Mayfield leads by seven car lengths over Ryan Newman, but Newman has a lot of company. Here comes Ken Schrader. He goes down to the inside, heading on to the backstretch. Schrader gets up alongside of Newman in a battle for the second position. Side by side for second now as they climb the banking of turn number three. A little contact now as Schrader comes off the bottom of the racetrack. Ryan Newman, though, comes out in front, picking off the position. Ryan Newman to the second spot. Schrader to third. Then you've got Hunt Strickland in fourth. Jerry Nadu fifth. The battle now is going to be for seventh in turn one. Dave Blaney has the sixth spot right in front of Kyle Petty, who manages to complete the pass of Ryan Hornaday to take over seventh. Now, Mike Skinner opens that lane as well. So Hornaday, who was running in the seventh position, has fallen all the way back in the ninth. The cars running from about seventh on back are really going to have to make up some ground. 16 laps are already on the scoreboard. 17 now as the leader, Jeremy Mayfield, crosses the line and he stretches his lead even more over Ryan Newman. Ken Schrader doing everything he can to get back up there as they swing over to turn two. Schrader in no danger of losing a position at the moment. Some six car legs separating him from the fourth place driver, which is Hutch Strickland. Further back, here's Kyle Petty now. He starts to move off the bottom of turn number two, tries to get a run alongside of sixth place, Dave Blaney. Kyle couldn't quite make it stick at the bottom of the racetrack, settles back in, but again is on the attack, going into turn three. This is for the seventh position, while the front six cars pretty well spread out. Jeremy Mayfield leads by about five or six car lengths. 
Kyle will complete the pass coming down to the line and pick off that spot from Dave Blaney as they go to turn one. Kyle moves up into the sixth spot at the expense of Blaney, who slides backwards in the seventh. Then comes Mike Skinner in eighth. Jimmy Spencer is in ninth spot, and John Andretti will complete the top ten. Best race on the speedways back at 11th position. That's where Ron Hornaday, Jeff Green, Stacey Compton, Brett Bodine, and Casey Atwood have really been mixing it up for the last four or five laps around. A big pack of traffic there as they head over to turns three and four. Now swinging back at the start-finish line again. Jeremy Mayfield determined that nobody's going to get close to him. He's a full second ahead of everyone else. Yeah, he's been very strong so far tonight. Barney, Jeremy Mayfield's dodge out in front of Ryan Newman by a widening margin. Now some 10 car lengths from the leader back to second place Newman headed back to turn four. Got to be pretty frustrating when you're the second place man and you see the front place guy running away like this and you know you just can't do anything about it. But of course you'll have another opportunity because coming up after this, the no bull sprint. If you're second best in this race, you might be the winner of that we have 10 laps to go. Jeremy Mayfield leads Ryan Newman. Ken Schrader is third. Hutt Strickland fourth. And Jerry Nadeau. Just five laps to go in the Winston Open, and Jeremy Mayfield has dominated from the start. He began on the bud pole here this evening. His lead has now grown to a second and a half over Ken Schrader. Ryan Newman is now third. Hutt Strickland is fourth. Kyle Petty is fifth. Rest of the top ten are Dave Blaney, Jimmy Spencer, who runs in seventh, Jerry Nadeau, eighth, Mike Skinner, ninth, and John Andretti now in tenth. I think Jimmy Spencer knows he does not probably have enough time to get himself up there and win this thing, but he's going to pick off as many positions as he can to have a shot to win the no-bull sprint, which will be coming up following the Winston Open. That pack of traffic we're talking about is over in turn two. Jimmy Spencer moves up to the outside of Dave Blaney, completes the pass in turn number two. So Spencer now is in the sixth position. Blaney finds himself in seventh as that traffic moves back to turn four. Up front, Ken Schrader's got to feel pretty good. He got by Ryan Newman, has gained a ton of ground on Newman after getting by him. He's picked up probably a second over him. But unfortunately, Kurt Becker, he's still a second and a half behind Jeremy Mayfield, and the laps are winding down. Yeah, Joe, you have to admire Ken Schrader for at least making the effort to track down Mayfield, although some 12 car lengths separating them. Schrader's been pedaling hard. He's never backed off a bit and has a solid second-place run going in his Pontiac. Now, Kenny Schrader knows if I can stay up here, even if I don't win this thing, I've got a good shot to win the second event coming up, the Noble Sprint, here very shortly. But he is continuing to gain on Jeremy Mayfield. He's picked up, well, he knocked off about about two-tenths of a second last time around. The problem is he's only got a couple of laps left to get up there and catch him. They're in two. Waiting to see if Mayfield will pick it up a notch just for insurance purposes here. The lead is still 10 car lengths from Mayfield back to Schrader. Now Jeremy will drag the field off the end of the backstretch one more time. Field works over into turn number three. They will get the white flag. This time by it will be one lap to go to wrap up the first event of the evening, the Winston Open. Let's see now if Schrader can catch in any more. Chase down, that is, Jeremy Mayfield. Mayfield across the line. Schrader still behind him by one second. So he's picked up two tenths on that lap as well. Let's follow the battle for the lead off turn two. The leader is Jeremy Mayfield rushing up behind the slower car of Andy Hillenberg moving on to the backstretch. Ken Schrader still rides in the second position. Ken Schrader trying to close in. He's cut it down to maybe seven or eight car lengths as he goes over into turns three and four. This time, the winner will see the checkered flag along with the rest of the field. The winner is going to be Jeremy Mayfield. Here he comes down into the trioval, crosses the line, and will win this event here that, that tonight. Jeremy Mayfield, Kenny Schrader, Ryan Newman's going to run third, Hutt Strickland fourth, Kyle Petty fifth, and Jimmy Spencer sixth. Schrader made a good run at him. Not quite close enough, though, to make anything change. They work down the back straightaway as we go to pit road. Let's get a word from uh, crew chief uh, 
Sammy Johns. He's, uh, well, they're still running, so he wants to wait till he comes around. Now the caution is going to come out, and we'll get uh, Sammy down here to talk to us. He's congratulating the crew, and we'll get with him in a minute. All right, caution flag is out, signaling the end of the first event of the evening. We'll run four laps under the caution and then come back and run the no-bull sprint. But Jeremy Mayfield has transferred into the field for the Winston. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Motor Racing Network. Back at the Lowe's Motor Speedway where Jeremy Mayfield has won the Winston Open and now transfers into the field for the Winston here this evening. Ken Schrader finishes in second. Ryan Newman comes in third. Fourth is Hutt Strickland and fifth is Kyle Petty. Jimmy Spencer finished sixth. Seventh is Dave Blaney. Eighth, John Andretti. Ninth, Mike Skinner. And tenth, Jerry Nadeau. Schrader made a very gallant effort there. Almost chased down Jeremy Mayfield. He was strong in the closing yeah, lap. Schrader's got a very strong race car and even though he didn't win the Open, he still got a chance to get himself into the Winston if he can win the no-bull sprint. Now, they'll stay out there four laps under caution before they put him back under green to run that 16-lap no-bull sprint. But Jeremy Mayfield peels off, comes down pit road, will take his car back into the garage area for the moment, and we'll get a word from him here very shortly. Here come some other cars onto pit road to make a stop. Let's go down and see if we can cover some of those stops. Well, first in is Mike Skinner. They're going to go to the right side on the Kodak Chevrolet and change right side tires. They're going to make a wedge adjustment to his machine as well. Now go around with left side tires. So a four-tire stop for Mike Skinner. Now down to Jim Phillips. Well, we got Brett Bodine in down here, Tony. Uh, he's getting a full tire change. So is uh, Casey Atwood. He's getting four brand-new tires, an adjustment, and now he's back on the racetrack. Now, teams were allowed to make pit stops, although some of these guys came in before pit road was opened that time. So we'll wait to see what kind of regulation uh, comes out of this, what NASCAR will rule for those drivers who came in a little bit too soon. Pit road will be open this time. The drivers will be allowed to make a pit stop, but they will lose track position by making the stop. Coming up, the no-bull sprint, 16 more laps, and one more opportunity for a driver to add his name to the list of those in tonight's Winston. Jeremy Mayfield makes his way to victory lane. We'll talk to him in just a moment. Meanwhile, everybody else is on pit road getting ready for the no-bull sprint. Let's go to Jim Phillips. Well, I guess they were, Joe. Down here we had uh, Brett Bodine was in the lap before he came in too early, but Kyle Petty came in, got four tires, uh, along with Stacy Compton and also Hutt Strickland in for four tires. Rod Hornaday, four tires this time. Ryan Newman and uh, also Jerry Nadeau and Mike Skinner stopped the lap before. Now to talk duty. Dave Blaney was in four tires for his machine. Also, Rick Mast was in. Derek Cope in. Also, Hermie Sadler. We uh, also had in Ken Schrader. Now, his car complaining that it got loose when he got around other cars. So they made an air pressure adjustment. If that car was loose, I'd hate to see what it looks like if it's good. The majority of these cars now did change all four tires. They're getting in the best possible position they can to win the Noble Sprint. Just 16 laps. You don't have much time to get it done out there now. The winner of the Noble Sprint will also move into the Winston. Jeremy Mayfield has secured himself a position in the Winston already by winning the Open. Field comes down to the start-finish line now after making the pit stops, and it shows Jerry Nadeau taking over the top spot for the restart here in just a few moments. From the Lowe's Motor Speedway, this is MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top 9 miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. (laughs) 
At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. Jeremy Mayfield has won the Winston Open here at the Lowe's Motor Speedway. Winston Kelly is with him in victory lane. Won't be his first foray into the Winston, but congratulations. I know you wanted to get into it big time, but Schrader was hon- honking on you about to chase you down. How about the car? Yeah, we got a little tight like the last five, and I, I just, to be honest with you, just kind of backed off a little bit. I didn't want to tear the right front up, you know, and uh, face these good years. I got this Dodge home, uh, you know, we made it good, and uh, one of the things that's what it's all about. We want to get in the Winston. That was our goal, and I'm just proud of this race team, man. They've worked with me, and uh, just give me everything I need and what I want to feel I'm looking for. And it's uh first time I've been in that situation. It's pretty awesome. You're just talking to Sammy Johnson, crew chief. What kind of changes are you going to make for the big one? Well, we're going to free it up Sammy and Ray and the guys. They'll do a good job of that. They make the right decisions. And uh, they did this, this morning. You know, they changed some stuff. And, uh, man, the car was awesome. So I'm sure they'll make the right ones now. He won the Winston Open, and he's transferring into the Winston. That's Jeremy Mayfield. And he's got a very, very strong race car. Sounds very optimistic that he feels like he might, can, even though he will have to start at the tail end of the field, might get it done in one of those segments and advance into the final 20-lap deal for the big money, $750,000 to the winner. Yeah, I'm sure that's on his mind now that he's won the first uh, leg uh, on his way there, picking up the win in the Winston Open. Now, we told you four drivers came down the pit road before pit road was open. Those four drivers, Jerry Nadeau, Mike Skinner, Casey Atwood, and Brett Bodine will have to start this 16-lap noble sprint at the rear of the field. That's a penalty for coming in before the pit lane was opened up. So that will... Uh, further hinder their possibilities and they do was very good in that first part of the event also mike skinner had picked up a good number of positions in that 30 lap winston open so let's see what uh, shakes in this next segment another opportunity for one more driver to make it into the field for the winston the field gets ready to come to the start finish line they will see the one to go signal and 16 more laps about to roll out here to determine who else will join the field for the winston here this evening if what we saw in that first 30 lap segment was anything this should be a doozy it's going to be. They're beginning to form up for a double-file restart behind the pace car as they head over to turn number two, and Kurt Becker is over there looking on as they head over to his way. Well, going to find out shortly, Barney, for one thing, if Jimmy Spencer will be able to get to the front of the field and stay there as he gets set to line up in the outer lane of traffic at the front of that row. Spencer had a strong car last time, but he got shuffled back near the tail end of the top ten. Perhaps this will be a different story. Also, in the earlier race tonight, Barney, already we have seen that there's plenty of room for double-wide racing in the corner. If someone gets underneath you coming off the corner and onto the backstretch, chances are the driver on that inside line is going to move up and be long gone by the time they get to turn three. Field works off turn number two and heads down the back straightaway. They will take the green this time, and this is for all the marbles, as they say. Whoever wins this one will advance into the Winston. Everybody else is through for the weekend. So you can bet there's going to be some real scrambling at the front of the field. Looks like Jeff Green and maybe Jimmy Spencer will lead them down. Yeah, Jeff Green, Jimmy Spencer, they're side-by-side on the front row. You've got Ryan Newman and Kyle Petty on row number two. Hut Strickland and John Andretti on the third row, followed by Dave Blaney on the inside of the fourth row. Outside of him is Stacy Compton. Then comes Ken Schrader, followed by uh, the machine up there of uh, Rick Mast. As the field works their way in a double-file restart again. Coming off turn number four, back into the trioval. Here comes the pace car on the pit road. The field ready to start the no-bull sprint. 16 laps and one more chance to make it into the field for the Winston. This is going to be a dogfight. 
Green flag goes in the air. They set sail. Jeff Green takes off, gets a heck of a restart. Jimmy Spencer's going to get shuffled in to make it three wide back there for second, and Jimmy Spencer's going to lose a lot of spots before they get to one. Spencer fell from second all the way back to fourth and nearly into fifth position before he rallies back up to full song. Now he claws his way back to the inside of Kyle Petty, but that will be an ongoing battle for the third position. Here's a battle for the lead. Ryan Newman has caught Jeff Green already, dives to the inside of him. Ford versus Chevy coming off turn number four back to the trioval here at the Lowe's Motor Speedway Ryan Newman takes over the top spot on the first lap of the no bull sprint here they go charging off into turn number one Newman starts pulling away Jeff Green rides in second Kyle Petty fights his way back into third Spencer has to settle into fourth and shut off the lane there and do it quickly before John Andretti can make a move behind Andretti they're stacked up double wide for position as well Ryan Newman has a little cushion of maybe three or four car lengths over the rest of the field the rest of the field being Jeff Green Kyle Petty Jimmy Spencer and John Andretti. They try to chase him down off turn number four. Meanwhile, a real dogfight back there for about six and seven spot also going on as Hutt Strickland and Kenny Schrader get with the program. They go back to one. Hutt Strickland has that sixth spot. He has to go high, has to go low, trying to shut off every lane of the racetrack in turn two to hold Ken Schrader at bay and at the same time work his way to the inside of Jimmy Spencer and around John Andretti. Battling going on from fourth on back. John Andretti has the spot. Here's Hutt Strickland pulling up on him. Jimmy Spencer to the outside. Spencer gets by. Contacted turn number four. Almost losing it. A couple of cars. They hang on coming back to the start finish line. Great save by John Andretti, but he loses a number of positions. The field is now in turn two. Andretti continues to free fall. Up front, Ryan Newman all alone with the lead. Here comes a challenge for second. Jeff Green has the spot. Kyle Petty knocking on the door. Thought about a run to the inside. He may try it again in turn three. Kyle Petty got a strong race car. His car will stick at the bottom of the speedway. Jeff Green goes a little bit high going up in three and four, and he's going to lose second place. Now can Kyle Petty run down the leader? Twelve laps to go as they head back to turns one and two. Kyle Petty has his work cut out for him. He's got a 15-car length deficit to Ryan Newman, but Petty is strong. After completing the pass of Jeff Green for the second position, he's starting to break away from him. Problems now for Jimmy Spencer. He was riding in fourth. He falls all the way back in the seventh as Hutch Strickland opens up a lane to his inside. Hutch Strickland gave him a little love tap going off into turn number two. Hutch Strickland moves up now to the fourth position. Spencer moves back to the seventh spot. But here's Ryan Newman coming down to the line. We've completed five laps. His lead is nearly two full seconds over Kyle Petty. Jeff Green is third. Hutch Strickland fourth. And Ken Schrader is fifth in the Noble Sprint. Spencer, the top five in this one. Let's take you back further in the field. Sixth place finisher was Jerry Nadeau. Seventh was Jeff Green. Eighth, Dave Blaney. Ninth was Casey Atwood. And tenth was Stacey Compton. Mike Skinner finished in 11th. Ron Hornaday was 12th. John Andretti, 13th. Brett Bodine finished in 14th. Rick Mast was 15th. Hermie Sadler was 16th. Steve Grissom was 17th. Derek Cope was 18th. And Andy Hillenberg finished in the 19th spot. I think a lot of these drivers, as we said, Joe, the guys that ran up front and maybe had a shot to win the thing, did everything they could to get up there and uh, win this thing. Ryan Newman pulls it off. For everybody else, it's kind of a learning experience, getting ready for the 600 that will be coming up here next weekend because I talked to a lot of teams in there today, and they said if we can't win it, at least we can learn a lot of what we need to do for the 600. It is a very good test session for drivers getting ready for the longest race of the year in the NASCAR Winston Cup Series, the Coca-Cola 600 that runs here at the Lowe's Motor Speedway next weekend. And part of that race will be run during the evening hours. So the conditions that they're racing in here this evening, very similar to what they'll face 
next week. This is the good warm-up for that event. So now the field is all set for the Winston. We get ready for some pre-race celebrations, a ceremony down trackside, and then the three segments that make up the running of the Winston, a 40-lap segment followed by a 30-lap segment and a final 20-lap segment with some new rules. We'll explain them to you in a moment. Back at the Lowe's Motor Speedway in Charlotte, North Carolina, MRN Radio bringing you live coverage of all the events here tonight, making up the 18th running of the Winston. We've completed the Winston Open, now the no-bull sprint. Ryan Newman was the winner of that one. Tony Rizzuti is with him. Well, Ryan Newman was third in the uh, Winston Open, but you wasted no time in taking the lead on that no-bull sprint, taking the lead right off of turn four on the first lap. Congratulations. Yeah, we got the car fixed there in that pit stop, and congratulations to the guys. You know, that, that pit stop was what won us the race, just like pit stops when you the uh, pull in the Winston Open qualifying, but, or the Winston qualifying. But, uh, you know, just a, an awesome job, awesome opportunity for me to, to, to start in the Winston, and, and hopefully we can make the best of it. Okay, now you've had 46 laps to get a feel for this car. What changes do you need to make for the Winston? We're just going to try to make it a little faster. It's hard to say, but... Uh, just try to make it better in traffic. We need aerodependent here, and you can see the guy's going to get strung out, but uh, hopefully we can just uh, make the best of a good situation being in the Winston and get some cars passed and, and, and stay in until the, the end. That's Ryan Newman, winner of the No Bull Sprint. Got a very, very strong race car. That was pretty obvious. So has Jeremy Mayfield. I wouldn't count them. They could have a good shot to win the Winston if they can advance to the final 20-lap shootout. He, he said he wanted to make the car faster. If it gets much faster, it'll be hard to keep it on the ground because that thing was a rocket ship. It moved away in the final, uh, again, 3.4 seconds over Kyle Petty. And remember, in that first segment, uh, the Winston Open here this evening, uh, Ryan Newman wasn't that close to the front. Ken Schrader was one of the fast cars in that event. Also, uh, uh, Jerry Nadeau was a quick car in that event. So they uh, got the right setup in the closing laps, and they certainly will be a threat, although they're starting from the rear as we get ready for the Winston now. Both had a pretty good payday. Jeremy Mayfield gets $45,000 for winning the Open, and the Noble Sprint paid 35000 to Ryan Newman. Racing fans, enter the Tough Acton to Acton Built for Speed Sweepstakes at MRNRadio.com. Win a Richard Petty driving experience and drive a real stock car. Tough Acton to Acton makes it possible. Tackle athlete's foot with Tough Acton to Acton and a fungal. Enter between April 29th, 2002 and May 27th. No purchase is necessary. Void where prohibited. Go to MRNRadio.com to see official rules for details. They're rolling the cars out that will be in the Winston right now. They're out on the racetrack, and very shortly they'll back them up uh, toward the fence where the fans will be able to. They've already started congregating along the fence all the way at the front straightaway. This is a great night for the fans, as we have said a couple of times, coming here doing the Winston and the Winston Open and the No Bull Sprint. The fans are so close when they bring these cars out here. They see everything that goes on here at Charlotte. The cameras will start going off. They'll be able to shoot pictures. They get really close to the race cars. They really put on a heck of a pre-race show when they bring all the drivers. 27 of them will be in the Winston that will be coming up shortly. Very elaborate pre-race show here at Charlotte. It is, and most of the teams, when they come to uh, not only here at the Lowe's Motor Speedway, but any night race, they'll get these reflective paint schemes on the race cars themselves, so they look just brilliant. They almost look like they're electric under the huge lighting system they have here at the Lowe's Motor Speedway. That just adds to the excitement. Those cars being pushed into the position will be a very elaborate pre-race ceremony. As the cars are being positioned, we get ready for driver introduction. Let's go downstairs and hear from some of the drivers getting ready to run in the all-star race, the Winston. First to Jim Phillips. Let's uh, talk to the man who will lead them off tonight, uh, Matt Kenseth. Uh, overall speed uh, with the three laps in the pit stop, 143.442. But, Matt, it looked to me like your pit, pit stop was great, the best of the night by your team, which is hats off to them. But it looked to me like that your exit from the pit lane was the key to your winning the Bud Pole. Do you think that's correct? 
Well, yeah, my uh, laps on the racetrack really weren't excellent. They were, I think they were fourth or fifth overall fastest on the racetrack. So uh, the pit stop was a key, and we got off pit road really fast. I think we had the fastest exit off of pit road. So uh, them things helped a lot. I was uh, real proud of my DeWalt guys. They had a lot of, a lot of pressure doing it so late, and they came through uh, just like they did last year at the Pickery Championships in Rockingham. So I'm real proud of them guys. Okay, now you had a chance to watch two segments here. Have you learned anything except out front's the place to be? Out front's definitely the place to be, so hopefully uh, our uh, dog car will handle uh, like it needs to and we can get out front right away and uh, uh, stay up there and at least get transferred for the, through these first two races and uh, and go for it then. I don't I don't really know what we're going to have. We're running a little bit uh, different setup than I've ever ran here before, so I'm hoping it'll work. But he definitely knows how to win here because he won here last year. That's the Bud Pole winner, Matt Kenseth. Let's go to Winston Kelly. Let's talk to Michael Waltrip. He's won this thing before, but I venture to say when he did win it, it was a little bit of a surprise to some folks, starting on the outside of the front row. I don't think you'd be a bit surprised to be back in victory lane tonight. No, we think we can win the race. We were we were um, really good in the final practice yesterday. We, we thought we were, and um, things have a way to change sometimes mysteriously from practice time to race time, but I'm real pleased with the Napa Auto Parts Chevrolet, and we got a really good team now, and everybody's working well together. We should be a real threat tonight. What do you think about this new format? I like it a lot. It's it's really um, it really you know has you have all the incentive in the world to go fast every lap because you can get eliminated, and uh, you don't want to mess with that. And so um, you got to be right up front all the time. And then they invert ten at the end. Uh, it's going to be hard to come from 10th to 1st in 20 laps, but Dale Jr. did it a couple years ago, and we've seen Jeff Gordon do it. So I would rather just go fast and hope for the best. He calls that little map of Chevrolet his little hot rod, and it was hot last night. Hopes to be in victory lane tonight. Tony Rizzuti. Caught up with Jimmy Johnson in his very first Winston. What are your feelings getting ready for this big event? This is neat. You know, it's something I've watched on television for a lot of years, and uh, to be here and be a part of it, it's awesome accomplishment for this entire Lowe's team. Uh, you know, to win in California and put ourselves in this position is an awesome accomplishment. And we got the Power of Pride car here at Lowe's Motor Speedway and Lowe's Monte Carlo, so we're looking forward to some good times. Your teammate and co-owner Jeff Gordon's won this race, uh, tied with Dale Earnhardt for the most ever. Is he giving you any advice going into tonight? Uh, wide open, as hard as you can go. Uh, this first 40, 40 laps is going to be interesting to see kind of, you know, how hard you need to push, you know, jockeying for that, uh, being ahead of that 20th position. But uh, we're just going to hang on, have some fun. And we keep telling ourselves that, but then we all look at one another and we're putting way too much pressure on ourselves. We just need to go out and have some fun. That's Jimmy Johnson, driver of the Lowe's Chevrolet. Irwin Bits and Blades, trade tough from rough to finish, presents pit crew profiles, tales of the guys that optimize the performance of their cars. Tonight, Goodrent Chevrolet gas man Danny Chocolate Myers talks about his most memorable moment in racing. Certainly working with Dale over the years, it's uh, we just got so many of them. Uh, my family, my dad was one of the early pioneers in racing. My dad lost his life at Darlington in 1957. And, uh, you know, I kind of grew up in it, so just a lot of memories. Like I said before, we had so many things, but uh, just being able to do, uh, you know, do, do it perfect and have a, have one of those things where it comes down to the end of a race at Daytona or Talladega and you got to do a gas and go, and, and uh, it's just you, and you don't, the, the guys aren't putting on the tires. You know, when I don't have those guys up there and i got to do it on my own, it's, uh, you know, it's uh, a pretty big step out there by yourself, and you know everybody's watching you. But uh, uh, Daytona 500, you know, that, that was just probably the, one of the best things. And uh, that and then winning the Winstons, and uh, just, I mean, it's it's hard to just pinpoint one in particular, but I'd just probably say Daytona. You know, we'd pretty much... Uh, uh, everybody wanted to know if we'd ever thought we'd ever win, and we'd been so close and won so many things down there, but then to win Daytona 500 and be a part of that, that was special. 
To optimize your power tool on the job site or at home, look for Irwin Bits and Blades. Trade tough from rough to finish. Back at the Lowe's Motor Speedway in Charlotte, North Carolina, MRN Radio bringing you live coverage of the 18th running of the Winston. Right now, some of the pre-race ceremonies going on, including fans down by the introduction stage. Rob Goodman with R.J. Reynolds Tobacco Company is with us. What exactly are they doing there, Rob? Well, actually, I mean, this is an all-star race. This is the all-star game of the NASCAR Winston Cup Series, and why not let the fans in there, let some of them in there to, to show their colors and show their signs and wear their hats and shirts, and, hey, let's cheer for these guys as they get ready to run this all-star race. As we told you, a very elaborate pre-race ceremony, and there's more to come. From the Lowe's Motor Speedway, this is MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR. Welcome back to the Lowe's Motor Speedway. MRN Radio bringing you live coverage of the Winston night. Already the Winston Open is complete. Jeremy Mayfield won that event. Ryan Newman just won the no-bull sprint, so the field is now set. 27 drivers getting ready for the start of the big one, the all-star race, the Winston. We welcome 469 radio stations in 46 states aboard for our coverage tonight of the Winston. Let's go back crackside and hear from more drivers. Jim Phillips? With Mark Martin, we're going to... Walk up here with his son, uh, Matt, who's already signing autographs down here. Mark, you won this thing before. Got a good starting position. You saw those first two races. Got to be out front. Can you get up there? I really don't know. Uh, you know how uh, the weather is here. This racetrack's real sensitive to that stuff. And uh, we weren't real happy. Weren't very happy at all with our car in happy hour. But, uh, you know, tonight could be a whole different thing. You know, we've done uh, the setup the best that we can, and we'll uh, – We'll try to do everything we can with it. I don't know. What I saw in the first two races didn't really seem to favor any make or anything. No, it's all about setup. Uh, Charlotte, that's a great thing about uh, Lowe's Motor Speedway. It's about going through the corners, and uh, hopefully we've hit the magic setup. But uh, I guess none of us are going to know. It's a big difference tonight from last night. I mean, it's a really big change, and we'll just have to wait and see how it affects the cars, you know. Okay, that's Mark Martin over to Winston Kelly. Yeah, we just talked to a gentleman who's won this race. Now a man who's in, with a team that's won this race, Elliot Sadler. The Wood Brothers have been to Victory Lane. They did it from the back, starting sixth. How's this car tonight? I tell you what, I was really surprised at this call last night. Very, very fast. So um, hopefully we can be a sleeper tonight. I think the track has changed a lot. We've tried to make some adjustments, but proud of my guys last night. Proud of Winston and what they do for our sport and making this a team effort tonight so uh the crews guys they really have a great time with this uh race and that's what it's all about want to have a good time put on a good show hopefully we'll be there for the last segment we know you're not going to tip any hats about what kind of changes you did make but what were the tendencies of the car and how do you expect the track was changed our call was really good last night and i think some of the drivers are talking about how tight the track had gotten tonight so we're just gonna make some air pressure adjustments uh to loosen the car up some for tonight hopefully it'll be okay 40 laps is a long ways and the main deal, what everybody's forgetting about, is this green flag pit stop. It's going to be a big deal. Not maybe the fastest car is going to win in the first segment or the top ten. All who's got the best strategy for that uh, pit stop. So we'll see how that works out. Elliot Sadler's going to roll off six. Now let's swing over to Tony Rizzuti. Ricky Craven starts ninth here in this evening. What do you think of your tide for tonight? I'm pretty happy with it. It's really a reversal of how I felt about it yesterday. It was a brand-new car, and oftentimes a new car can can give you fits, but the Tide Ford came around last night. Of course, we're racing at night, so uh, I'm pretty excited about it. We saw a few cars be able to make their way through the back here in the Winston Open in the Noble Sprint. Do you feel pretty confident that night's not too far back? Yeah, I, I saw that also, and uh, we got several more laps than what they had. We got a couple of times to tune on the Tide Ford, so I'm optimistic. I feel like we get a shot. Big smile on the face of Ricky Craven. 
And if you just joined our broadcast, the Winston Open was won by Jeremy Mayfield. He will fall in in 26th starting position, and the no-bull sprint was won by Ryan Newman, so he will be shotgun on the field back in 27th spot. Let's go back in here for some more drivers as pre-race activities continue down on pit road. Let's go back down to Jim Phillips. And starting uh, fourth tonight uh, will be uh, Jeff Burton. Well, Jeff, you got the first part of it uh, through the good fourth, starting fourth. Can you make easy any- for you to say. <laughs> Can you make anything out of it? We're going to find out, aren't we? Uh, we, were, we worked on race stuff all day yesterday, and our car was awesome during the day. At night last night, we weren't very good. I don't know why that was. And uh, so we went we went back and looked at everything and made some changes. Um, going into the night practice, I was tickled to death with our car. And then the practice started, and I hated it. So I don't know. We uh, we made a lot of changes. We're going to gamble a little bit here tonight and see what we can make happen. Now, Mark Martin, your teammate, said uh, he thought that it was going to change, that this weather is going to change these cars some tonight and the track. Do you agree it's going to change it a lot? Historically, it gets tighter at night, but uh, my car was a lot looser last night than it was during the day, which and, and several people said the same thing. But tonight, when watching this other race, it looked like to me people got tight. So we're, we're kind of we're making some air pressure adjustments. We may have gotten our car a little bit too tight. We're going to try to free it up a little bit. Well, they'll have some time to do that. Starting fourth, Jeff Burton, Winston Kelly. Well, let's talk to Terry Labonte. He's won this race before. He's going to start 10th tonight. How about your chances? Well, I don't know. I think you're, you know, okay. Uh, we've got a pretty good car. We made some changes on it uh, to try to get a little bit better. But, uh, you know, in this race, anything can happen. So, uh, I'd say anybody's got a chance tonight. Your tendency is also looking to try to loosen it up, loosen it up a little bit like everybody else. Well, our car was, uh, was a little bit loose in practice there. And, uh, you know, we weren't quite as good as we needed to be, but uh, we made some changes on it, so hopefully it'll be okay. Terry Labonte looking to go back to victory lane. Now let's swing back to Tony Rizzuti. Well, Kurt Busch, last year being a rookie, you didn't make it into the Winston, but this year you are in the Winston. What are your feelings going into tonight's race? Well, it's a heck of a lot different. It's a great crew that we got behind us to get that win, to get into the Winston. And This is an all-star race just like the Bud shootout that we were in, and the 97's making the right steps, getting in the right races so to speak and now it's time to showcase what we got there's no points on the line a lot of dough for the crew and somebody's got to build a pool on our team so we're going to go for it you're a fast aggressive driver so does this format fit into you very well you could say that a lot of guys want to get to the front you've got to be up front so you don't get cut and you got to make the cut to get into that final segment that's our goal to be in the top 10 at the end whatever the invert may be we're going for right at the end Tell you what, Kurt Busch, a confident kid, and he's ready to go tonight. Looking down at the main stage here where the introduction is underway now for the uh, drivers getting set to run in the Winston. Looks like a scene from a Backstreet Boys concert because all the crew members for each of the teams is coming out being introduced along with the drivers who will compete in tonight's event. I'd like to say congratulations to Kevin Triplett, NASCAR's Director of Business Affairs, and his wife Jill on the birth of their daughter, Sarah Grace, earlier this week. More coming up from the Lowe's Motor Speedway in a moment. Back at the Lowe's Motor Speedway, closing in on the start of the Winston, NASCAR's all-star race. Let's hear from more of the drivers going for big bucks here tonight. Jim Phillips. With Joe Nemechek starting 12th today, quite a unique situation for you, Joe. With a new team, learning process, an all-star race where you can win a lot of money. How tough has the adjustment been first? Well, I tell you, the pressure, you know, I put it on myself to run good. Uh, the UAW Delphi Chevrolet has, has been strong since we've been here. they got a heck of a team. We're just using this as a test session, trying to learn about the cars. The team learned me, me learned the team, and and so far we've had an awesome weekend. Uh, last night, happy hour, I think we had one of the fastest cars here. So if we can get to the front, we're going to be in good shape. But you, tell, well, you just telling me that you think you have a car that can win. 
I really do. Uh, last night we were really, really strong. And, you know, the communication between the teams is awesome. And if one team picks up on something, you know, it, it may help the others. And, and uh, it's, it's been a really interesting uh, operation. And I can't say enough thanks to, to Rick Hendrick and John Hendrick for giving me this opportunity. That's a good one for Joe Nemechek. Weston Kelly. Let's talk to Jeff Gordon. He won this race last year, but he liked to repeat it, but not under the same circumstances. How about the car tonight? Yeah, we don't have to worry about rain tonight, that's for sure. But uh, backup cars still could happen, but we hope it doesn't. Uh, the DuPont Chevrolet is really strong. Uh, we're, we're very excited. As everybody does, you know, get excited for the wins. I mean, it's for the fans, and it's just a great uh, format that they've got this year. And uh, we've got the car and the team that's capable of doing it. I'm excited. You like this type. You like to go to the front. Do you prefer this type of format where they eliminate some guys that have hung back in the past? Uh, I think it makes it interesting because there's just no holding back. You know, you uh, you better have the car right, right from the beginning. You better run as hard as you can throughout the whole whole run. I mean, I've always raced it that way, um, you know, but I never had to worry about elimination. But, you know, I don't think there's really any other strategy in this deal other than just wide open. Trying to come, become the first guy since Davey Allison to go back-to-back -back in the Winston. Jeff Gordon rolls off seventh. Now let's swing over to Tony Rizzuti. Well, Ricky Rudd came so close to getting into the Winston last year, finishing second in the Winston Open. You're securely in tonight, so how do you assess your chances? Well, I, th I think the Haviland Ford is really good. We ran good in practice, uh, probably like everybody else. You got a little bit of questions because the track has cooled off probably 20, 30 degrees, but we were real happy last night, third or fourth and happy hour. So, you know, we've got, we've got a good shot at it if we can just uh, tune the car correctly. This is one race you haven't won. How important is it to you in your career to win a Winston? Well, it means a lot, and uh, I don't know, seven or $800,000 on the line, it doesn't hurt matters either. Ricky Rudd, he rolls off eighth here this evening. You're just joining our broadcast this evening. We're in the midst of uh, all the activities that lead up to the big event, the Winston, which is coming up next. The Winston Open ran first here this evening. Jeremy Mayfield started on the bud pole for that event and won the race, leading all 30 laps. It was Ken Schrader finishing second in that race. Ryan Newman was third. Hutt Strickland fourth. And Kyle Petty finished in fifth. So Mayfield thus advanced into the Winston. After that, the no-bull sprint, just 16 laps. Jeff Green started on the pole in that event. Ryan Newman was the winner of the race. Kyle Petty came in second. Ken Schrader was third. Hutt Strickland fourth. And Jimmy Spencer finished in fifth. So Ryan Newman also adds to the list of the drivers already qualified in other ways for the running of the Winston, which is coming up next. So a field of 27 getting set to go in the All-Star race. This mid-race update is brought to you by MBNA. Apply for an official NASCAR credit card issued by MBNA with a photo of one of more than 60 drivers. Log on to MBNA.com. Or when you attend a NASCAR Winston Cup, Bush, or Craftsman Truck Series race, stop by one of the familiar green MBNA booths and receive a free gift just for applying. Well, we've heard from some of the drivers. Let's go back and hear from more. Jim Phillips? Let's uh, jump over here and talk to Kevin Harvick. Uh, he's uh, starting th third tonight. Last year uh, you ran in this race. Didn't do as well as you, <laughs> you think you could have done, but starting third tonight, it looked like you had a real good car last night. Yeah, well, it wasn't great, but uh, we, we worked on it a lot this morning and gathered up some notes between the other two cars and, and saw where they were at and, and tried to come a little bit closer. But uh, last year wasn't the way we wanted to, to run our first Winston. It started raining going into turn one, and we wrecked. So uh, uh, hopefully this one starts off a little better tonight. We're starting in the same spot third. The guy's had a heck of a pit stop. You never know what's going to happen in this deal, and, and uh, we'll just go out and do whatever it takes to try and uh, do the best we can. 
Now, you're a young driver. Hadn't, you, know, you ran one, Winston. Uh, a lot of people's had a lot of experience these things. What, what kind of mental attitude do you take for this race? There are no points. It's all uh, to, to get out there and do what you can do, show the fans you can drive, plus the money. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is all for the fans. I mean, this is, this is the reason that the Winston is here. And, uh, you know, you, you kind of hold the same attitude as, as the whole system that's, that, that's around you. You go out and, and don't worry about anything around you and, and push the gas pedal down as hard as you can push it. And, and um, you know, um, a lot of times people leave here, it's kind of like Bristol with their feelings hurt or, or somebody's mad or something has happened, and, and uh, that's just part of it. And, and hopefully tonight uh, uh, things will go well, and we'll see how the Goodrich car runs. Well, he's got a good starting position. That's Kevin Harvick. Let's see if Winston Kelly's caught up with anyone. Well, Jim, uh, the drivers are now going around the track. They're introducing them in reverse order, and we've talked to all the gentlemen who have, uh, are still here behind the stage and a lot of the drivers going around the track. So we're going to talk to the rest of the guys from 25th on up through the uh, 13th position. Haven't talked to those guys, so we'll get with them in just a few moments. As we said a moment ago, they really put on a very elaborate pre-race show here, introducing all the crew, not only the driver, but also the teams, and it's their night to shine. And the fans continue to pour down to the fence down there to make all the pictures they can, and we will go back trackside and hear from more drivers shortly. The excitement continues to build as we close in on the start of the Winston, one of the biggest paying races that NASCAR runs, although it's not a points race, $750,000 to the winner of the final segment here tonight. Let's go back trackside and see if we can catch up with a few more drivers. Jim Phillips? Well, let's talk to uh, one driver here that's got his work cut out for him, but he's, uh, he won the biggest race of the year that we'll have all year, the Daytona 500. Ward Burton Ward. You've got uh, a long way to go and a short time to get there, so tell me about the plan, how to get there. Well, it's pretty simple tonight, uh, and it is with every kind of Winston Cup event. You know, we're just uh, doing everything that I can do sitting in that race car. I'm going to give it 100% every lap. And, you know, with this kind of competition, we have to do it uh, every week. The format's just a lot different because they're shorter races, and it's kind of like sprints to the finish. But we've got to keep our nose clean. Hopefully we get the cat car handling to my liking. Uh, make the first segment, and then the goal to make the second segment. So we've got two goals right here to be able to get to the final race. Now, you've won the, the biggest race you can win the Daytona 500. When you were racing back there at South Boston, Virginia, on those Saturday nights, did you ever think you'd see a Saturday night like this in Ward Burton's life? Hell no, but I can tell you what, back then, South Boston was just like this to me. I mean, it was that exciting. And uh, I look back at those days, I learned a ton from uh, a bunch of veterans there and uh, learned a lot about a lot of different things. But uh, this is pretty neat here, too. I guarantee you. Ward Burton, Winston Kelly. How with about the, the Bud Man? Well, with the 2000 winner of this event, just talking to Jeff Clark about, is this car as good as the one a couple of years ago? He said, that one wasn't good till toward the end. How's this one going to be? Well, hopefully uh, it works out for us. It's hard to say. Um, we haven't really had the laps or the comfort that we wanted in practice, but, you know, it's definitely different now than it was in practice, being a lot colder, a lot colder, and a lot later in the afternoon. But you never know till uh, it's going to be. I mean, it seems like when I came here in 2000 and ran it, we were just great. There's nobody even could touch us. And it's like each year everybody got a little better. But it should be the other way around. We should just be getting better. But we need to step it up a little bit tonight to be able to win. Elimination factor, putting more pressure on you in this first segment. Definitely, definitely puts pressure on everybody. That'll be fun. I mean, it's uh, I think that's the way it should be, even if we do get kicked out of fir- after the first segment. So, it's you know, it definitely narrows it down. Takes a lot of the guys out there that really, you know, obviously don't have a shot at the last 10 laps. Takes some guys out of the equation where it leaves it up to the leaders. And they can do things like take tires and stuff with six laps to go up and have a caution. And uh, 
It made it make it more interesting for the fans, I think, as long as it doesn't go green the entire last segment. Budweiser Chevrolet driver Dale Earnhardt Jr. looking forward to a nice race. He'll roll off 24th with the Rushful Rocket is Tony Rizzuti. Standing by with the 1999 Winston Open winner, Tony Stewart. You cut your teeth in USAC with sprint races like this, but you start 23rd tonight. Now that it's survival of the fastest, what's the game plan for the first segment? We better haul ass. I mean, we don't have much time to screw around tonight. I mean, we... We want to keep this Home Depot Pontiac in every segment. So, uh, you know, the biggest thing for us, you know, we're back here with some good cars. we got Dale Jr., we got Ward Burton, and then, uh, you know, obviously having Ryan and Jeremy, who made it through the open and everything. I mean, they're going to be fast, too. So, uh, you know, Steve Park's around us. There, there's a bunch of really good cars. Rusty's ahead of him. I mean, there's a bunch of us that are going to be fighting to get up through there. So, uh, this ought to be probably, in my opinion, one of the most exciting uh you know, Winston's in history, I think. They say this track is one of the most temperature-sensitive on the circuit. Last night you qualified and practiced under hot, humid conditions. Today it's cool and windy. Are you having to kind of roll the dice a little bit on setup? Yeah, it just means you go faster, really. I mean, it, we, we probably are going to have to change a little bit. I mean, we saw some guys that were really quick in the open practice yesterday that had to make some adjustments and, uh, you know, in the open today. So uh, I'm sure we'll have to do the same thing. That's Tony Stewart. He rolls off 23rd in the Home Depot Pontiac. I think the coolness or the uh, it being very chilly out there will make a difference in how this racetrack uh, will will respond to the cars from what they practiced earlier because the temperature is down probably in the low 50s or certainly in the low 60s and will, is expected to go down to about 55 before the night is over. So it can make a big difference. It's going to be a very fast race. Of course, it would be anyway. This is the Winston, the all-star race. But, yeah, with the cooler temperatures, it'll be even quicker here this evening. You've heard several drivers refer to this being the survival of the fastest. I can't quite get that out. Survival of the fastest. It uh, refers to a new format this year for the running of the Winston. The way it works now is not everybody who starts this race tonight will finish the event. We start off with 27 drivers for the first segment, which is 40 laps. And only the top 20 move on to the second segment, which is 30 laps. And then only the top 10 finishers move on to the final segment. This is going to make it truly a survival-type battle. Seven drivers will be eliminated in this first 40-lap segment. Let's go back trackside and hear from a few more drivers. Jim Phillips? And with Steve Park. Uh, Steve looked to me like last night. Uh, everything went pretty good on the pit stop. The old driver kind of bogged her down going out of the pits. You'd have been farther up the line. Was that the case? Yeah, I mean, uh, we had an adequate pit stop. Uh, it wasn't the best. It wasn't worse. And uh, the car, I think, because it was cold, the, kinda, the engine kind of bogged a little bit, leaving the pits. And that cost us some time. But... We're not starting where we want to. It depends on Chevrolet, but we got a really good race car. It was good last night, so we're hoping that the the rain and the weather that we're experiencing now doesn't change track too much because the car's pretty fast. Okay, 27 cars starting. 20 are going to be at the end of this race are going to be finished uh, going on the next race. Yeah. So is that the plan just to be in the top 20, or you got bigger plans? Well, we want to get to that last segment. You know, we want to be in the top 10 going into the last segment. I mean. We want to race the whole race, and they're, this year they're eliminating cars, so uh, it's our goal to be around at the end and to fit into that second segment in the top ten to go into the last segment and then try to win all the money. All the money. That's what they're going for. Isn't that right, Winston Kelly? Yes, they are. The man who got all the money in 1989 is Rusty Wallace. And, Rusty, I don't think I've ever seen you hang back in anything. If it's a tricycle race, I think you'd try to go toward the front. So I'd venture to say you like this format. I like the format, yeah, and I'm excited about it. Got a lot of pressure on us to get up to the front. We had a little problem last night in qualifying, but uh, now I just got to drive hard and make up for it, and that's what the whole team effort's all about. 
How about the car? Is it good enough to get up there? Yeah, I believe it is. Last night it was real good. Like I said a little while ago, I'm just thinking about this weather and how much tighter the track's going to be and hopefully compensated enough for it. Like a lot of guys, he's sporting an interesting paint scheme. Pulled out something for the Winston with uh, his sponsor, Miller Lite, and Harley Davidson. He rolls off tonight from uh, back in the 21st position. Now let's go to Tony Rizzuti. Well, Bobby Hamilton starts 20th, but had a little bit of a disadvantage yesterday in qualifying because you had to go to a backup car. So now that you've had a chance to practice with this car, you feel a little more comfortable with your chances here tonight? I think we got a good car. This is actually a car that we tested for the 600. It was actually a little faster than the other car, but we unloaded the other car, and it drove off good, and I went out there just trying to lay a lap up to see what we was capable of doing, and I I just flat busted my tail. But uh, in happy hour, we didn't get to run it much because we had to swap a bunch of stuff over, but it drove really good and run some fast laps out there. So I think we'll be in pretty good shape. Now, in this first segment, you have to make a mandatory pit stop. I saw your owner um, standing here as well as Jimmy Elledge. Who will make the call on when you'll pit? Well, both of them, they're going to be pitted close to one another, so they'll talk and communicate and and he's real smart on stuff like that, as Jimmy is. So we'll come up with a good decision. The biggest thing we was talking about was if we're not good at the start of it, go ahead and suffer the loss and go ahead and make a yellow flag stop if they have one early and work on the car, then make our green flag one later. Okay, the Andy he referring to, Andy Petrie, the owner of this machine. Jimmy Elledge is a crew chief. Obviously, Bobby Hamilton looking at a little bit of an unusual strategy here this evening. Getting closer and closer to the start of the Winston. Searchlights are scanning the skies. Fireworks are going off as more drivers are being introduced. And we'll hear from some more when we come back. MRN Radio is live in Charlotte, North Carolina this evening at the Lowe's Motor Speedway, bringing you coverage of NASCAR's all-star race, the Winston. I'm Joe Moore along with Barney Hall. Kurt Becker covering the action for us in turns one and two this evening. Buddy Long is covering the action in turns three and four, working pit road Jim Phillips, Winston Kelly, and Tony Rizzuti. Let's go back there now. First to Jim Phillips. Let's talk to Mike Wallace getting ready to climb into Chevrolet. Mike, uh, great opportunity here for you tonight to uh, show those talents and win some money. So your thoughts as you go into the Winston? Well, you know, I'm just thrilled to death to be here with APR and the 33 Preen machine. And, uh, you know, this is a huge event. Spectacular. People listening out there, you can't imagine the crowd and atmosphere and everything else. And uh, we had a little motor problem, so we're going to start in the back, but we can only go forward. And there's $750,000 out there. And uh, I need a few dollars. Andy needs a few bucks. And uh, they told me to bring a win back or bring the steering wheel, so I'm hoping for the win. So how are you going to play the segment? You're just going to try to get in the top 20 the first segment? Well, we got to be in this top 20. I mean, that's the first part of the segment. You know, we got to be there to continue. So, actually, I'm going to drive as hard as I can as soon as the green flag falls. we got to have a green flag pit stop in there. That's the real scenario. And the question is, is when everybody's going to pit? Because uh, the deal come up in the driver's meeting, okay, everybody rolls down pit road, then the caution comes out. Are you a lap down? So we got to keep ourselves from being a lap down. Well, that's a good uh, thought right there from uh, Mike Wallace over to Winston Kelly. With another former winner, Bill Elliott, getting buckled into his machine. I tell you what, this is a showpiece. He's sitting out looking out of the windshield, looking at all the fans. But how about the car? It's time to go to business. Well, it is. It's unfortunate last time we had a lug nut problem and got kind of put ourselves in a box, so to speak. But, you know, this Dodge Dealer's Dodge, I think it's a good race car. You know, the biggest thing is going to be getting up through traffic tonight. But, you know, I got faith in what these guys put under me each and every week, and we just got to dig on. Teammate took it to Victor Lane in the Winston Open. Did you guys talk at all about setups, and are they very similar? You know, we've talked a lot. We're, we're a little bit different. But, uh, you know, Jeremy and I have felt a lot of the same in the, in the cars. And, you know, we decided to go in one direction. He's gone in another. And we'll just, you know, once the race unfolds tonight, see how it works out. 
With a former winner, Bill Elliott. Now let's go to one of the gentlemen who's racing in his first, the Winston. Well, the Winston always brings out special paint schemes. Robbie Gordon with a reverse paint scheme. Fluorescent orange, a great-looking car. Robbie, you've driven in big races, the Daytona 500, the Indy 500. How do the emotions compare for the Winston? Uh, this Winston's just unbelievable. Uh, amazing how many fans show up for this shootout. Uh, my guys, uh, Richard Childress Racing, just done an excellent job getting us into this deal by winning Loudon last year. We were third quick last night in happy hour. I'm really looking forward. I think we've got a good shot at her tonight. Starting 16th, are you concerned being back in the middle of the pack or under these segments, is this a pretty good spot to be? I think it's a pretty good spot. Obviously, everybody's going to be a, bit, a little bit wild, but I think the first uh, segment, everybody's going to be a bit conservative. Get through this first one is our goal, finish somewhere inside that top 20. Second one, get up in there as high as we can. Obviously, I uh, need to be inside that top 10. So we're pretty excited about tonight. Uh, the team's pumped up, and these guys are ready to get after it. Robbie Gordon in the singular wireless Chevrolet roll-off 20th here this evening. Really, Scramble's going to be from 20th on back, actually, to, to get in the top 20. That's the whole key here, meaning seven drivers back there. There will be 27 starting this segment, so that's where the dogfight's going to be. I talked to a couple of them this afternoon. I said, well, what's going to be the situation? If you're running, let's say, 22nd, and you're coming down to the last couple of laps, you know, what are you going to do? He says, well, you know, all we're here to do is make it to the next segment. So we're going to do whatever it takes to make that move and get up in the top 20. Well, they ought to really see some fireworks on the racetrack. We've seen quite a few here trackside. Let's go back trackside and hear from the other drivers that we have failed to talk to thus far. Back down to Jim Phillips. Well, it's, uh, we're going to talk to Dale Jarrett. And, uh, Dale, you've been in kind of a slump. Is tonight the night you break the slump? Well, I don't know. Uh, we've made a lot of changes on this UPS Ford. Uh, we were, uh, I was going to say we were bad last night in practice, but we were, uh, really we were terrible. We were trying some new things, so we're back more like what we kind of no works here and hopefully it will be something good for us but uh uh we'll just have to see in this first segment at this racetrack uh, as far compared to the other racetracks how about the traffic can you get through traffic here better than some of the other tracks yeah this is a good place uh yeah you can pass you can pass inside or outside so you've got your choice uh it's difficult you've got to have a good race car but it does allow you to do that that's why it's uh, probably good that we hold this race here not to mention these stands are full these guys got a lot of friends and family here that get to come see them. They get to sleep in their beds tonight after this is over. So uh, it's a good racetrack for us to hold this race at all the way around. All right, that's Dale Jarrett over to Winston Kelly, who's uh, got the guy that leads the Winston Cup point standings. Well, and he's got another one of those special paint schemes. He's got the Coors original gold colors. Sterling Marlin, you grew up on Saturday night racing, but this is a bit different than that. How about tonight's race for you, buddy? Well, it sure pays a whole lot more than what we used to race for, but... Uh, it's real neat. You know, I thank Winston and all the fans for coming out. And uh, little Coors Rizzle Dodge, it's, it's pretty fast last night, so hopefully uh, we can cash in tonight. You, did you make many changes today? We didn't change nothing. We was a little loose last night and uh, just left the car like it was. Sterling Marlin set to go, getting buckled in. He starts 14th, counting the two winners from the earlier event. We've talked to 26 of the 27 competitors to make it a clean sweep to Tony Rizzuti. Bobby Labonte strapping into his interstate battery, batteries Pontiac. Bobby, you're always one of the guys to watch in a 600-mile race. How about these sprint races? What kind of Pontiac do you have here this evening? Well, I hope it's real good. Uh, you know, the guys have done a great job on this car, and, uh, you know, we, uh, we ran decent in practice last night. We needed to find some speed in it. Um, you know, kind of fell off kind of consistent, but not, not fast enough. Uh, did a few things to it, and uh, hopefully we'll be good here tonight. We finished second, I think, twice. Finished third once, so... Hey, man, that bad a race for us. We just need to see what we can do tonight. A lot of guys talking tonight about the strategy with the mandatory pit stop in the first round. Is that something that you and Jimmy Maycar have discussed? A little bit. You know, um, you know, we just have to pit sometime. You know, I mean, it's uh, 
if you pit and something happens on the racetrack and they throw a yellow, you get a lap down, you're done anyway, probably. I mean, not really, but you could be done. So we just got to make sure we pit and um, probably about halfway. Who knows? Well, Lowe's Motor Speedway's always been a good track for Bobby Labonte. Bobby Labonte making his eighth start in the Winston here this evening. There's a lot going on in Charlotte this week leading up to the Coke 600 next week. Be sure to tune in to NASCAR Live with Eli Gold this Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern on many of these MRN radio stations. This week, NASCAR Live will be at the Tom Johnson's Camping Center right across the street from the Lowe's Motor Speedway in Concord, North Carolina. Kurt Busch, who's currently third in the NASCAR Winston Cup point standings, will join Eli at Tom Johnson's Camping Center. Joe Gibbs will also be on the program to talk about his new book being released this month. So tune in to NASCAR Live with Eli Gold this Tuesday night and also Friday night for a special edition of NASCAR Live from the Tom Johnson's Camping Center, 7 p.m. Eastern on many of these MRN radio stations. Back at the Lowe's Motor Speedway in Charlotte, North Carolina, we now join in progress the president of the United States. During the race. The race will be more challenging for the drivers and more fun for the fans. During the last few months, I have been humbled and privileged to see the true character of this country in a time of testing. The American people have responded magnificently with courage and compassion, strength and resolve. Before we get started with the race, please take a moment to honor our great country with a tribute to America. Thank you, Mr. President. And with thanks for, from the entire Winston Cup community of crew members and families for a great concert this afternoon. Please direct your attention to the stage at the start-finish line and welcome back Martina McBride. Oh, beautiful, for spacious skies, for amber waves, of gray or purple mountain majesties above the fruited plain America America God shed his grace on thee For our command, we turn to our Commander-in-Chief, ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States. And now the moment we have all been waiting for. Gentlemen, start your engines. President George W. Bush given the command by video debate here at Close Motor Speedway to fire the engines. If you hear them come to life, the firewall, of course, go off. 
same time as we get ready for the start of the 18th running of the Winston. Let's take a look at the starting lineup. Two drivers joined the tail end of the field by winning the Winston Open and the Noble Sprint. Ryan Newman will start 27th in the Alltel Ford. Jeremy Mayfield will start the UAW Dodge 26. Starting 25th is Ward Burton in the Caterpillar Dodge. 24 starter Dale Earnhardt Jr. in the Budweiser Chevrolet. The Home Depot Pontiac with Tony Stewart starts 23rd. Steve Park goes off 22nd. Steve's in the Pennzoil Chevrolet. In the Miller Lite Ford with Rusty Wallace starts 21st. Bobby Hamilton will go off from 20th position in the Snyder Electric Chevrolet. The Preen Chevrolet with Mike Wallace is the 19th starter. Bill Elliott starts 18th. He'll be in the Dodge Dealers UAW Dodge. The Lowe's Chevrolet with Jimmy Johnson starts 17th. And 16th is Robbie Gordon in the singular wireless Chevrolet. Starting 15th, Dale Jarrett in the UPS Ford. Sterling Marlin goes from 14th in the Coors Light Dodge. Bobby Labonte has the Interstate Batteries Pontiac starting in 13th tonight. 12th starter, Joe Nemechek. He's driving the UAW Delphi Chevrolet. Kurt Busch has the Rubbermaid Ford starting in 11th. 10th starter, Terry Labonte. He's in the Kellogg Chevrolet. Ricky Craven has the Tide Ford starting in 9th. Ricky Rudd has the Haviland Ford going from 8th. 7th starter, Jeff Gordon in the DuPont Chevrolet. 6th is Elliott Sadler. He's in the Motorcraft Ford. Mark Martin has the Pfizer Viagra Ford starting in 5th. 4th starter, Jeff Burton in the Sitco Ford. Kevin Harvick starts 3rd. He's driving the GM Goodwrench Services Chevrolet. And on the front row, Michael Waltrip driving the Napa Auto Parts Chevrolet. On the bud pole, Matt Kenseth. He's driving the DeWalt Power Tools Ford. It is indeed a star-studded field ready to get at it here in the Winston. For an awful lot of money, $750,000 will go to the winner. We have seven former winners of the Winston in tonight's lineup. Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Terry Labonte, Mark Martin, Michael Waltrip, Rusty Wallace, Bill Elliott. Only two multiple winners are in the field tonight, and that would be Jeff Gordon and Terry Labonte. Here's the way it works. First segment is 40 laps. All laps will count with a mandatory four-tire pit stop. The winner of this 40-lap segment gets $50,000, but only the top 20 advance to segment number two. The second segment, separated by segment one by just 10 minutes, in which time teams can come down the pit lane, change tires, make chassis adjustments without losing track position. That second segment is 30 laps. Again, all laps will count. No pit stop is required. The winner of segment number two gets $50,000. But more importantly, only the top 10 go on into the Winston. Another 10-minute break. And then finally, the final 20 laps. Fan voting on NASCAR.com will decide the starting order for that one. Only green flag laps will count, and the winner... Of the Winston, the final 20-lap segment went $750,000. A field of 27 cars in the 2002 edition of the Winston have just crossed the start-finish line, completing the first of three pace laps before we get the 2002 NASCAR All-Star race underway. Field works down the back stretch, again getting set for a big paying night of racing. Let's go downstairs to Winston Kelly. Joe, we're with Ned Leary, who's the president of Sports Marketing Enterprises at the R.J. Reynolds Tobacco Company. One of the many brain children behind this new format. I know there are a lot involved. How did you come up with it? What kind of feedback have you gotten from the fans, Ned? Well, it was a real team effort working with the people at RJR and Winston as well as with NASCAR. And I tell you, the, uh, the format, the reaction to it from the drivers, team owners, and you can see from the fans here tonight, the reaction has been better than we could have ever expected. I think it's going to create one of the best Winstons ever. Now, for folks who haven't been able to see this, listening to it on radio, the pre-race was extremely exciting. You seem to come up with something new each year. Tell us, did that meet your expectations? Uh, well, I tell you, from the very beginning of tonight, I've had goosebumps. The, the excitement level is through the roof. 
And the pre-race was just a part of it by including the pit crews who are all important. The fans down around the stage were going crazy. And uh, you see these flash bulbs going out here. I just wish every fan on the radio could see this spectacle because it truly is the most exciting sport in the world. Do you have a pick for tonight's race? Uh, I'll just leave that to Humpy. Uh, he seems to be a better picker than I am. I, I don't have a favorite. I just want to see a winner and hand over a check for $750,000 as the winner of the Winston. Well, thanks for all you do, and congratulations on another successful event. Thank you very much, and let me just thank the fans for all their support. It couldn't be possible without them as well as the teams and Lowe's Motor Speedway. All right, that's Ned Leary, the president of Sports Marketing Enterprises, looking forward to giving out $750,000 in just a matter of minutes. They've done a real job with this race over the years. As the field comes off turn number two, heads down the back straightaway, getting ready for a start. Kirk Becker, you ready? Barney, we're all set. It's windy, it's cold, but we don't care. It's a spectacular view we have from high atop turn two. The fans on their feet getting ready to watch this action. And here's what we can expect to see on this end of the racetrack. We mentioned earlier tonight the preferred line is at the bottom uh, lane of the racetrack in turns one and two, but there's also an apron to the inside of that. This is where it happens. If you can use the apron, use it. If you can force the outside groove, you use it. We're just about set to go racing. And the field now working down in turn four in front of Buddy Long. Well, Joe, we saw some good two-wide racing down on this end of the racetrack. The bottom line is the preferred line, but the high side can also work as well, so that will come into play tonight as we work them off at turn number four and get set for a green. Pace car comes off the corner. Off turn number four as the field works into the trioval, getting ready for the start of the Winston. Here's Barney Hall. 27 drivers, all thinking $750,000 if I can win this thing. They're 400 feet away from the start-finish line. Green flag goes in the air, and the Winston is underway. Jeff Burton does not come up to speed, and he's going to lose about four or five spots before they get to turn one. Burton goes sliding backwards in the outside lane of the racetrack, tries to scramble his way back in the line. He's back to eighth. He can't find the spot in the running order. Matt Kenseth at the front of the field. Kenseth is peeled away by about three car lengths down that back straightaway as they begin to work into turn number three and four for the first time this evening. Now Kenseth being closed up on as the field coming down off a of turn number four. Chasing him down is going to be Kevin Harvick and Mark Martin. Michael Waltrip started on the outside front row. Nearly got shoved into the outside wall. A great save there as Jeff Burton nearly ran over him. But the battle shaping up already up front in turn one. Matt Kenseth has the lead racing back into the corner. It's tightening up for the second spot. Kevin Harvick has the position. Mark Martin is right there. Kenseth had the power down the back straightaway but as you can see him going into turn three and four. Here they come. Martin really with a good surge back on the back deck lid of Kevin Harvick. He closes up and makes the bid for the number two spot off turn four. Diving down to the inside of Harvick as they come off the corner. Mark Martin makes a bid for second. Had that been the final lap, that's where he would have finished. He's going to complete the pass in turn one. Mark Martin's forward goes by to the inside of Kevin Harvick Chevrolet. Completes the pass. Now here comes Martin chasing after teammate Matt Kenseth. Meanwhile down the back straightaway, Jeff Gordon also trying to join this battle. He's back there in the fourth position as he gains slowly on the Kevin Harvick machine. Back behind them, Michael Waltrip and Ricky Craven. Here goes Gordon in the battle for third off a of turn four. Gordon looks to the inside, does not see the opportunity, snaps it back in line. Matt Kenseth shows the way over Mark Martin, looking back at the pack, that transfer position. Steve Park right now rides along in the 20th spot. 
Jimmy Johnson in 21st. He's got to try to advance. Steve Park thought about stacking them three wide, coming back into the corner. Now shuffles out double wide. Park to the inside of Tony Stewart, and Bobby Hamilton also there. Meanwhile, back up front, Mark Martin really put the pressure on teammate Matt Kenseth down the back straightaway about a car length. Less than that separates the top two drivers. Breakaway by the front two as they head across the line. Back in third place right now. There's four cars in that pack as they work back into one. Kevin Harvick, Jeff Gordon, Michael Waltrip, Ricky Craven. They're in two. Harvick has lost contact with the top two. Now in danger of losing the third position. Further ahead, a challenge for the lead shapes up again. Martin had the horses last time but gained up on the back deck lid. This time he's a little bit closer. Takes the peak to the inside. Down in turn three and four. Kenseth as low as he can go to defend that territory and holds on to the lead. But here comes Martin up a four. Martin sees the opening down on the inside. Goes to work on Matt Kenseth at the stripe. Kenseth holds on by inches, but Mark Martin on a tear going into turn one. Kenseth did all he could to try to shut off the lane. He took Martin low, but then he decided to back away. Martin had the fender up alongside of him, completes the pass. Mark Martin, the leader. And like a rocket ship, about three car lengths of an advantage over Matt Kenseth as he enters turn Trouble three and four. turn two. Steve Park's car gets turned around coming off the corner, sliding down the back straightaway. Spins a couple of times and now comes to rest along the apron at the middle point of the back stretch. Again, problems for Steve Park. Caution on the speedway. It'll be the first one in this 40-lap segment, the first segment of the Winston. Let's go back to turn two. Well, Barney, we were talking about all this racing going on back around the 20th position. We told you Steve Park was in it. Well, not anymore. He was down to the inside lane coming up off the bottom of turn two. All of a sudden, a big cloud of smoke. And his Chevrolet went spinning down to the bottom portion of the racetrack. Has come to a rest along the apron. In fact, now he has driven on away. Caution flag coming out for the first time this evening. Steve Parker was running in the 20th position. Uh, looks like the car kind of broke loose. He had a near miss coming off turn four on the previous lap. Then down in turn number two, the car broke loose. Dale Earnhardt Jr., his teammate, nearly collected him as he tried to save the car, but uh, spun it around. The caution flag comes out. And again, these uh, laps will count. Cautions as well as green flag laps leading up to the 40 laps in this first segment of the Winston. And Mark Martin did take over the top spot just before that. First lead change in this event is now Mark Martin, Matt Kenseth, Kevin Harvick, Jeff Gordon, and Michael Waltrip now the top five. With the two teammates racing up at the front of the field, Mark Martin and Matt Kenseth, both out of the same racing uh, team of Jack Roush, he kind of knows that he's going to cut him a little slack. You know, it was not an easy pass to speak of, and Mark was running very hard to get up there in the lead, and it's very obvious he's got a very strong race car here tonight. Kind of surprised me to see him racing that hard this early. I think he wants to make a statement and show that they are back, as well as his teammates who are doing so much better this year at Roush Racing. Now some teams coming down the pit lane to make a stop at lap number seven. Let's go to Tony Rizzuti. Mike Wallace is in. They're going to go around to the right side, change right side tires. Also in is Bobby Hamilton. Four-tire change for him. Four-tire changes on Mike Waltrip. Or Wallace also in Steve Park. It's going to be four tires for Steve Park in the Pennzoil Chevrolet. Winston Kelly. Well, nobody here on the midsection of Pitt Road, Barney, but a couple of guys are in front of Jim Phillips. And uh, we've got Dale Earnhardt Jr. down here, Winston, along with uh, Rusty Wallace. Both changing four tires. Uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. not pleased with the handling in the first few laps of this uh, first segment. 
Later on in tonight's broadcast, Barney and I will select the winner of the Ray Bestest Break of the Race Award. The driver who experiences the best break during tonight's race will see a $500 donation awarded to the Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries on his behalf. Ray Bestest Breaks, the official breaks of NASCAR. This should be a very brief uh, caution over in turn number two that happened a moment ago when Steve Park spun going off the turn over there. Mark Martin is a leader. Matt Kenseth is second. Kevin Harvick is third. Jeff Gordon is fourth. Michael Waltrip is fifth. This is all at lap seven. Sixth is Ricky Craven. Kurt Busch is seventh. Robbie Gordon is eighth. Ninth is Jeff Burton. And tenth is Terry Labonte. Back at that transfer spot that Joe told you about, which would be 20th position, that is Dale Jarrett. Right behind him now is Ward Burton, Jeremy Mayfield, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Rusty Wallace, Bobby Hamilton, Mike Wallace, and Steve Park. And that pit stop, I think coming this quick, what, they pitted at lap number seven just a moment ago. I think that was the thing. Every team I talked to today, I said, how do you plan? When do you, when do you make that pit stop? What's it based on? And nobody really seemed to know did they need to make it when the first caution came out or, or you know, whatever, get in there if they needed to. So they're not going to lose anything on this one. But they still have to make one under green. That's indeed true. So they'll have to come back in and make a four-tire stop. Uh, Tony Rizzuti, what about uh, damage on Steve Park's Pennzoil Chevrolet? Was there any? Joe, I didn't really see any major damage to the Pennzoil Chevrolet. It looked good in the front end. Maybe the front valance pushed in just a little bit. These cars ride so low to the ground anyway, but overall, I think Steve Park's car will be fine for the remainder of the evening. Although he's starting back in the 27th position, he was running in 20th when he spun going off turn two. It's Mark Martin now getting ready for the restart. His teammate Matt Kenseth alongside Kevin Harvick and Jeff Gordon making up row two. Michael Waltrip and Ricky Craven on row three. Kurt Busch and Robbie Gordon on the fourth row. Jeff Burton and Terry Labonte on row number five. Further back, you've got Joe Nemechek. He's restarting in 11th. 12th is Elliott Sadler. 13th, Sterling Marlin. Bobby Labonte is 14th, and Tony Stewart is 15th. Rest of the front 20 right now are Ryan Newman, Bill Elliott, Ricky Rudd, Jimmy Johnson, and Dale Jarrett. Should see the pace car peeling off the banking up in turn number four. They'll get the green flag when they come back down to the line. Pace car getting down on pit road, and again, Mark Martin and Matt Kenseth are up on row one. Let's see how hard they race each other this time as they come down looking for the green. It is in the air, and we go back to green flag racing at lap number nine. On the break, Mark Martin gets out front by himself, takes him to turn one. Jeff Gordon Chevrolet may have something to say about these two teammate Fords up front. Here's Gordon, dives down to the inside of Matt Kenseth. Kenseth washing wide in the baking. Here comes Kevin Harvick on the charge. Harvick looking to take advantage of that down the back straightaway, but Kenseth showing the horses, trying to pull even and now draw back ahead. He's on the high side in turn three and four. Up there with him is Ricky Craven down to the low side. Here comes the number 29 of Kevin Harvick trying to get the inside advantage. Harvick may lose some ground, though, coming back to the stripe. It is Ricky Craven now on the move. He slides to the outside and picks off the spot, getting by Harvick going to turn one. And here comes Robbie Gordon. He climbs the back. Banking at turn number two has his sights set on Kevin Harvick trying to track him down for the fifth spot. Harvick able to get back up in that high line, and Robbie Gord is right behind him by about a car length. Meanwhile, Mark Martin is shot out to about a three, four car length advantage over Jeff Gordon. The battle right now, farther back for seven, side by side. Michael Walter on the high side. Michael Walter trying to get a little closer to the front of the field. He's a former winner of the Winston here at the Lowe's Motor Speedway. That real scramble is from Michael Waltrip on back in a big pack of traffic going at it for eighth place over in turn two. Michael Waltrip may lose a position. Kurt Busch is strong down to the inside. Opens the lane there for Elliot Sadler who's also on the prowl. Both of them step on the gas to the inside. Busch has made the pass. Sadler is there as well but now it's going to be Waltrip fighting hard on the outside. Joining them in that battle comes Jeff Burton in the 99 car. Waltrip sneaks it down in front of Sadler and gets back that spot. Mark Martin leads across the strike while Jimmy Johnson is making a stop on pit road. 
Yes, he is. The only right side tires going on. There was some smoke from the Jimmy Johnson car as he came down the pit lane, but they're changing four tires on his car. Could have been a tire going down on Jimmy Johnson's car. He is down and he's away, so it was a tire problem for Jimmy Johnson. Bill Elliott may have the same problem. He's on pit road. Let's cover his stop. Yeah, four tires for Bill Elliott. Some damage on the right front fender. One crew member trying to pull it away. I don't know if they got it pulled away completely, but Bill Elliott is down and away. Martin leads the field back up into the corner. Here's yet another car coming down the pit road to make a stop here at lap number 14. That is Jeremy Mayfield who rolls in in front of Tony Rizzuti. Jeremy Mayfield hits his march. The crew now jump around to the right side. One pump at the jack and right side. Tires are down. They now swing around to the left side of the Dodge dealer's Dodge. Left side tires going on for Jeremy Mayfield. A little problem on the uh, right rear, or the left rear, excuse me, but Jeremy Mayfield is down and away. Four tires here at lap 14. Front of the field, crosses the line, goes back into turn number one, and Mark Martin's lead gets even bigger over in turn two. He's opened up by ten car lengths over Jeff Gordon in second, then Matt Kenseth, Ricky Craven, and Robbie Gordon. And those drivers, second through fifth, are a little bit tighter than Martin is right now as he enters into turn number three and four. Kenseth about two car lengths back of Gordon, about the same interval back to Ricky Craven. Oh, trouble in the back straightaway. One car hard up into the wall, collects three or four more back over to Buddy Long. Well, it looks like Dale Jarrett, the driver that was in the transfer spot moments ago, Bobby Hamilton, another one of the drivers in the back that took a pit spot. Rusty Wallace, the Miller Lite Ford heavy front end damage. Two of the cars, Hamilton and Wallace, are now pulling away under their own power. Dale Dale Jarrett just sits down on the inside of turn three. There is one on the driver right out of our view right now. We'll try to get that name and number in a moment. Now, Rusty Wallace uh, had been falling back a little bit, and so had Dale Jarrett. Dale had just barely managed to get himself up into 20th position a moment ago, was struggling a little bit with the car. And it looks like uh, the caution is coming out at one more time for an incident again that happened over in turn three. Sterling Marlin also involved in that crash over there in turn number three. The cars that we see so far are Rusty Wallace, Bobby Hamilton, Dale Jarrett, and Sterling Marlin. Let's go back to Buddy Long. Well, the heavy damage is done to all. We're back at the Lowe's Motor Speedway working caution for the second time. It came out at lap 15 for an incident again that started over and going into turn number three. And, Joe, it looked like that Ward Burton might have touched the back of Sterling Marlin's car, and then it kind of broke loose over there and collected Rusty Wallace, Dale Jarrett, and Bobby Hamilton. Several cars that could be contenders, could have been considered contenders for the win. Here tonight in the Winston, they are out now. The good news for the drivers that are still in the race is, remember, there were seven drivers who were not going to move on. Now there's only three because four are out of the race. Sterling Marlin, Bobby Hamilton, Dale Jarrett, and Rusty Wallace. So the odds a little bit better for the remaining 23 drivers in this event. As far as the transfer spot right now, Mike Wallace is the 20th place driver. Bill Elliott is running in 21st. Jeremy Mayfield, 22nd. And Jimmy Johnson runs 23rd. Those are the guys who are really going to have to scramble. You know what I've noticed here? Mark Martin being as strong as he is in the opening part of the Winston this evening. I was here for the test session at the Lowe's Motor Speedway last week. We talked to Mark about uh, getting ready for the Winston. He said, you know, he says, we've been there a couple of times. We've ruined cars. We won at one time. But he said, we're really going to concentrate on the Coca-Cola 600. We're not going to bring our best car to run in the Winston. Well, if this is not his best car, these people better look out for next week in the Coca-Cola 600. He means business. Yeah, he's flexed his muscles real early. It didn't take him very long to show that he had one of the strongest cars in the field. As we said, four of those machines have gone to the garage. Sterling Marlin, Bobby Hamilton, Dale Jarrett, and Rusty Wallace. And I, I think probably the drivers went to the care center, but just to make sure that none of those guys are in the garage area, let's check there right now. Well, we've seen uh, Dale Jarrett walk in under his own power as well as Rusty Wallace and Bobby Hamilton. Those are the only three we've seen come into the care center so far since the time I've gotten here. 
We've had uh, two cautions to fly so far. The first one came out on lap six when Steve Park spun over in turn two. If you're keeping up with Steve, he's back up at the top 20, now running in the 19th position. And the second caution on lap 15 involving four cars going into turn three. We've completed 18 of the 40 laps in this first segment of the Winston. Here's the way the field is stacked up on our AutoZone leaderboard. Mark Martin is the race leader. Jeff Gordon is second. Matt Kenseth third. Ricky Craven fourth. And Robbie Gordon is fifth. Sixth is Kurt Busch. Seventh is Kevin Harvick. Michael Waltrip is eighth. Ninth is Elliot Sadler. And tenth is Jeff Burton. Terry Labonte runs in 11th. Tony Stewart is 12th. Ryan Newman, 13th. Bobby Labonte is 14th. And Joe Nemechek is 15th. 16th is Ward Burton. 17th is Ricky Rudd. 18th, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Steve Park is 19th. And Mike Wallace is 20th. 21st is Bill Elliott. Jeremy Mayfield, 22nd. Jimmy Johnson, 23rd. And in the garage, as a result of this crash, Sterling Marlin, Bobby Hamilton, Dale Jarrett, and Rusty Wallace. That's a look at the AutoZone leaderboard. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Cleanup efforts continue over in turns three and four where the four-car accident happened over there just a moment ago. And we were talking a little bit earlier about the pit stop that they have to make in this first segment under green. And Winston Kelly, uh, that really puts a lot of pressure as to when you make that call to make that stop. As we said, the teams I talked to this afternoon were not really that sure exactly when they needed to do it. Well, the pressure's definitely on, Barney. And I'm kind of surprised that we didn't see anybody come down pit road right after they went back to green because you'd lose just a little bit, just a fraction of a second less time as they're getting... Getting back up to speed and the whole the whole uh, field coming up to speed coming out of turn four. I kind of expected some of the guys that were further back at the back of the pack to make that green flag pit stop on the first lap. Might be this time. We'll just have to wait and see. Pit road is going to be open this time as the field comes back over off of uh, turn number three and four. So we might very well see a rash of pit stops coming up this time. If uh, they they get the opportunity to get, they'll still have to make a pit stop under the green flag. So uh, if they make a pit stop here, it would be just for making some changes. That won't count towards that mandatory green flag pit stop. Yeah, if the car is that bad and you're running back toward the tail end of the field, you can get on pit road and get back out there. Let's go back to the pits. We've caught up with Sterling Marlin. Sterling, what happened out there? I guess you have to ask Ward Burton. He was minding our own business down the straightaway, and he just uh, got against us and turned his head on in the fence, and uh, it was pretty uncalled for. That's the word from Sterling Marlin. He was the fourth driver that we announced. He did walk in on his own. He is okay. And we may hear some more of that uh, before the evening is over because the Winston uh, produces some really, really close competition, and it gets pretty intense out there. A lot of the mentality in this, and we heard some of the drivers uh, mention this in our pre-race, was either bring back the trophy or the steering wheel, one or the other. Mike Wallace said. (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, a lot of the the drivers are thinking that way. Here is Jeremy Mayfield coming back down the pit lane. He is the only driver who decides to come back in under this caution flag and make another stop, making some further adjustments on uh, the Ray Evernham Dodge uh, after winning the Winston Open earlier this evening. And they had a couple of things that uh, they wanted to change. Didn't have a lot to lose because they were back near the rear of the field anyway. So he's the only driver who comes in to make a stop here under this caution flag as the cleanup continues over in turn three. It's going to be a while yet because we see several of the safety trucks over there on the apron of the racetrack uh, checking to make sure there's no debris out there. Didn't see a whole lot. Well, we do see a big streak of the stay dry that they put down. Had quite a bit of liquid over there a moment ago. Let's go back downstairs. Barney, we've caught up with uh, with Dale Jarrett, who's come out of the care center. Dale, what happened? Uh, I'm really Sterling said he got turned. I just saw the smoke in front of me, and when I slowed down and got on the brakes to try to, to avoid it, uh, I got hit from behind, and uh, that turned me, and and I got hit another time or two. So it's uh, hard racing. It's the Winston. That's what it's about. Yeah, the good news is Dale Jarrett is okay. His car, not okay, however, along with Rusty Wallace, Bobby Hamilton, and Sterling Marlin's machines all in the garage area. 
we're still under caution. A lot of racing going on this weekend, and MRN Radio is all over the country to bring it all to you after the conclusion tonight of the Winston here at the Lowe's Motor Speedway. The NASCAR Bush Series set to run tomorrow at the Nazareth Speedway in Pennsylvania, the Nazareth 200. Our live coverage starts at 12.30 Eastern time on many of these same stations. Then later tomorrow afternoon, the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series runs the Jelly Belly 200 at the Pikes Peak International Raceway in Colorado. MRN Radio will be there to bring you live coverage starting at 3.30 Eastern time. Next week, of course, the NASCAR Winston Cup Series here at the Lowe's Motor Speedway running the Coca-Cola Family 600. The week after that, the week of June the 31st, we'll be up at the Dover Downs International Speedway. I'm sorry, Dover International Speedway. The name has changed now. It'll take a while to get used to that. For the MBNA Platinum 400, the MBNA Platinum 200, and the MBNA eCommerce.com 200. Yeah, a big triple header of racing with the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series, the NASCAR Bush Series, and the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. MRN Radio coverage starts on Friday, May 31st at 1.20 Eastern Time with Bud Pole updates. The NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series on that same Friday evening or afternoon, I guess it is, 3.30 Eastern Time to start. The Bush Series runs on Saturday, June the 1st in the MBNA Platinum 200, 12.30 Eastern, our time for that. And then on Sunday, June the 2nd, it's the MBNA Platinum 400, 12.30 Eastern Time here on MRN Radio. Still working caution. Cleanup efforts are about concluded over in turns three and four. We should be getting the indication we'll be going back to green here in just a moment or so. MRN and all of us at MRN and along with everybody in NASCAR would like to send our condolences to the family of Paul Franklin who lost his life earlier this week in a motorcycle accident. Paul was a longtime morning radio show host at our Winston-Salem, North Carolina affiliate station, WTQR-FM. Paul was a great friend of the network and a friend of everybody in the sport. Just about everybody in the racing community will miss him, and we wish to send our condolences to his family up in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. We're working a very lengthy caution flag, the second one of this first segment of the Winston that happened a little bit earlier. We're at lap 23 right now. Mark Martin leads. Jeff Gordon is second. Matt Kenseth is third. Ricky Craven's fourth. Robbie Gordon is fifth. Kurt Busch is sixth. Kevin Harvick is 7th, Michael Waltrip's 8th, Elliott Sadler is ninth, and Jeff Burton is 10th. The four drivers involved in that accident over in turn number 3 a moment ago, all out of the event, Sterling Marlin, Bobby Hamilton, Dale Jarrett, and Rusty Wallace. And as you said, Joe, all four of those certainly were contenders to win. Yep, but it does make the odds a whole lot better for the 23 survivors at this stage of the event. Only 20 will move on to the second segment of the Winston. Field is getting the one-to-go signal as they come to the start-finish line. As a result of that caution, at least one driver made a smart pit strategy move. Jim Phillips? Yes, he did. That was Jimmy Johnson. Joey Dari made his green flag stop because he had problems. And uh, he just came in before this uh, couple laps ago, got him four brand-new tires, made a spring rubber adjustment to try to free the car up some so it would turn better in the turns. So Jimmy should be ready to roll. Jimmy Johnson has uh, proven all year long that he's got an awful lot of driving talent. He's certainly with a very good, solid race team. It's going to be one of the, the names to keep our eye on in the future. As they get ready to go back to green, we gave you the top ten. Let's run you a little further back. Terry Labonte will restart 11th, Tony Stewart 12th, Ryan Newman 13th. Bobby Labonte, 14th, Joe Nemechek, 15th, Ward Burton, 16th, Ricky Rudd, 17th, Earnhardt Jr., 18th, and Steve Park, 19th, and Mike Wallace, 
is in 20th position right now. Three drivers behind him would like to get inside that top 20. Bill Elliott, Jeremy Mayfield, and Jimmy Johnson. It'll be 15 laps to go in this first 40-lap segment when they come back and get the green flag this time. And remember, the order is going to get shaken up considerably because a number of these guys have not made that mandatory pit stop as of yet under the green flag. So this is going to get shaken up. It's no by no means a cakewalk here for Mark Martin and Jeff Gordon, the guys that are up front. Side by side, it is a double file restart as a pace car brings the field back to turn four. Mark Martin and Jeff Gordon up front. Matt Kenseth and Ricky Craven on row two. Robbie Gordon and Kurt Busch on row three. On row four, you've got the cars of Kevin Harvick and Michael Waltrip and Elliot Sadler and Jeff Burton complete the front ten as they come back for the restart. Mark Martin's had a strong car all night long. He's going to get a real challenge this time from Jeff Gordon as they race off to turn number one. They almost got together for a quick second. Gordon's going for it in turn two. Gordon's in the outside lane. Mark Martin has the preferred line down low. However, now Martin moves forward, opens the lane for teammate Matt Kenseth. And Kenseth looking to take advantage of it, but Gordon now showing some horsepower on the outside, tries to get that second spot back. He'll forge his way into second, moves himself in front of Kenseth. Now on the outside, here comes Ricky Craven. He'll go to third. Trouble as Kenseth got out of shape and gathers it back in. Mark Martin leads a parade down the pit lane as Winston Kelly guessed a number of guys coming in in this first lap under the green flag to make the mandatory pit stop. There's about a dozen of them coming in. Let's go to Winston Kelly first. And Mark Martin, one of those, the crew's going to go to work on the right side of his machine. Further on down, it's Matt Kenseth's crew. Same thing for Ricky Craven. They're going to lose a little bit less time as the field not quite up to speed. More in front of Jim Phillips. Got Tony Stewart in down here. Weston's right side tires going on his Pontiac. Terry Labonte is in. Joe Nemechek is also in. Back-to-back in the pit stalls. Left side tires on both Nemechek and Labonte. And the service is done on Tony Stewart's car. Tony Rizzuti. Steve Park was in, also Mike Wallace. We had Robbie Gordon in, and also Elliot Sadler, 16.37 seconds. Tell you what, we almost had a big pile up there because when a couple of, when Martin checked up a little bit to dive onto pit road, I don't think some of the guys were expecting the speeds they were running right there, and guys had to dive to the outside of the racetrack to keep from having a collision. Here comes the leaders now. The leader now is Kurt Busch. He'll lead Michael Waltrip and Jeff Burton. That is the front three while more cars come down the pit lane. Here come the machines of Dale Earnhardt Jr. Bobby Labonte is in, and Ward Burton pulls up in front of Tony Rizzuti. Right side tires going on the Caterpillar Dodge. One can of 76. Racing fuel is in. They swing around to the left side. One big pump of the jack. They put on left side tires. Second can of gasoline going in. Ward Burton down in a way, 16.72 seconds. Kelly. Uh, Bobby Labonte is on pit road. Ricky Craven was in the last time by. Pit board is out for Kurt Busch. More in front of Jim Phillips. Jeff Gordon left uh, one lap ago for his pit stop. Dale Leonard Jr. just finished up his service. Down and away, they go back onto the racetrack. This will hand the lead to Michael Waltrip. He will be the leader right now due to the fact that about uh, eight or ten cars dived into the pits. Jeff Burton is now second. And Kurt Busch was third, but he is now making his stop, so he's going to give up that spot. Here comes Michael Waltrip coming off turn number four, not making the stop. Neither does the car of Jeff Burton. Now Jimmy Johnson has moved up to the third position. He is the first car from my records, I believe, Barney, that has already made that mandatory green flag stop. Now Jimmy was in a little bit earlier, as we talked about, so he is out there able to go the distance in this first segment right now. Lap 30 is on the board. Michael Waltrip is the leader. Jeff Burton is second. Jimmy Johnson has now moved up to third in the fields, as we speculated, once they made that pit stop, going to be really strung out, and that's exactly what's happened. 
Michael Waltrip comes back to the line, has about a five-car length lead over Jeff Burton. Then it's Jimmy Johnson in third. They sort it out a bit. Bill Elliott takes over the fourth spot. Jeremy Mayfield is now in the fifth position. Let's pick up the pack over in turn two. Here's the leader, Michael Waltrip. Works up off the bottom of the corner. Very smooth with his line onto the back stretch. Waltrip very comfortable in that position right now with about a three, four-car length advantage. Jeff Burton remains in second. Jimmy Johnson slowly chipping away back there in the third position. We'll keep an eye on him here in the next few laps. Now, Mark Martin, who made his pit stop a moment ago, the mandatory stop under green, changed four tires. Mark has picked his way back up to sixth place right now. He brings Matt Kenseth with him, who is seventh. Ricky Craven is eighth. Jeff Gordon is ninth. And Ricky Rudd is tenth as Mark Martin crosses the line and heads back into turn one. Mark Martin sets up for the entry into the corner, climbs the 24-degree banking, now pins the car down to the white line at the bottom of turn two. A gap of some 15 car lengths behind him, back to Matt Kenseth and then Ricky Craven. And Craven trying to gain on Kenseth. He got around Jeff Gordon about two or three laps ago on the high side, and Craven is on the charge. He closes right up almost on the rear decklet of Matt Kenseth. Craven's car liking that high banking as he comes off a turn four and takes the peak. Michael Waltrip gives up the lead, comes in to make his pit stop at lap number 33, turns the lead over now to the car of Jimmy, or rather Jeff Burt will take the top spot. Let's cover Michael Waltrip's stop. And the crew working on the right side of the car. They've already gotten the right side tires changed. The jack goes down, swing around to the left side of the machine. A little bit of problems on the right front. That's going to cost them considerable time. They're just now getting the right front tire on. The rear one is done. The jack goes down. Michael Walker is away. Michael Waltrip down and away, goes back onto the racetrack at lap 34. Jeff Burton continues to lead. He's in turn two. Jimmy Johnson now has bypassed the Jeff Burton car. Johnson just went down to the inside of Burton just a moment ago. They're headed for three. And Johnson trying to check out here very quickly with about six laps to go. He goes in the middle border, turn number three and four with a good lead over Jeff Burton right now. Bill Elliott and Jeremy Mayfield, the top four. Burton flashes by the entrance to pit road. We thought maybe he would come in that time, but he stays on the racetrack with Jimmy Johnson riding in second, Bill Elliott third, Jeremy Mayfield now rides in fourth, and the fifth place car will be Mark Martin. The field works off turn two. Here's Jimmy Johnson Chevrolet now off the exit of the corner. A lot of distance opening up between he and Jeff Burton, some eight car legs. It continues to grow each and every lap. It'll be four laps to go when they come off a of turn number four, and that low Chevrolet of Jimmy Johnson continuing to stroke around this one and a half mile course. The three drivers in danger of not being in the second segment, the cars that are still on the racetrack, Ryan Newman rides 21st, Steve Parks 22nd, and Mike Wallace is 23rd. As Jeff Burton continues to lead him around here, well, he did a moment ago. Jimmy Johnson now has the lead. Boy, he's got a strong car, too, I'm telling you. Jimmy Johnson looking very good and some smart pit strategy may pay off and provide the win for him. Quite a scramble over in turn two now. Here comes the field off the corner. Jeff Gordon just in front of a side-by-side battle momentarily between Ricky Rudd and Kurt Busch. And it was Gordon getting that spot a few moments ago. Busch putting heavy pressure on the back end of Ricky Rudd. Those drivers all got around Matt Kenseth a few moments ago who's just behind him, but Busch continues that pressure on the back deck with a run. Kurt Busch also got a very strong car. In fact, just about everybody up in the top 15 running extremely well. Bill Elliott has a very strong race car. Jeremy Mayfield's looking good right now. Certainly Mark Martin is. Ricky Craven and Jeff Gordon and Ricky Rudd and Kurt Busch and Matt Kenseth, some of the potential winners here tonight. Looking back at the transfer spot, Ryan Newman has the 20th position right now. The guys who have to scramble are Ward Burton. He's running in 21st. Steve Park, who's in 22nd. And Mike Wallace in 23rd. Those the drivers in danger of not transferring. And there's only two laps to go in this event. The race leader is Jeff Burton. Again, he needs to make a pit stop. Is a mandatory pit stop required? That would give the lead over to Jimmy Johnson. He's shown no signs as of yet of making that stop. 
I've been looking kind of on my sheet, uh, writing down everybody that's been on pit road. I do not have him making a green flag pit stop. Let's take a swing down there and make sure we're right. Winston Kelly? I have not seen him come down pit road. I didn't get a record of that, so I'm going to slip down to his pit area and see if possibly we missed it, but I didn't have him coming in either, Barn. So right now with one lap to go in this first segment, again, the drivers running outside the top 20, Ward Burton, Steve Park, and Mike Wallace. They need to tweak it up a notch. Let's see what they can do now as they work their way up into turns one and two. They work their way back into the banking. Here's Michael Waltrip now diving down to the inside of Elliott Sadler's machine. Big pack of traffic, Joe Nemechek, Bobby Labonte, and also Ryan Newman. And Jimmy Johnson heading back down, trying to put another lap on the board. Still with a good lead, Jeff Burton finally puts his car down on pit road. Jeff Burton comes off the banking of turn four, comes in to make a stop on what will be clocked as lap 39 with one lap to go. I don't know what kind of strategy this is. Winston Kelly? Well, they had to wait to the very last minute. If they didn't come in earlier, they decided they'd come in late, see if that could get him back out there in the top 20. A smooth stop on the right side of the Sitco Ford. Now they wheel around to the left side. The jack goes up one, one and a half pumps. They finish the right, the left side tire change. A little bit slow on the left side. He's down and away. And Jimmy Johnson will take over the lead as he comes to the start-finish line and completes the first 40-lap segment of the Winston Open. Jeff Burton falls back in line according to the scoring now in the second spot. Bill Elliott third, Jeremy Mayfield fourth, and Mark Martin fifth. And again, as we told you, the drivers, according to our scoreboard here in the tower, would be Ward Burton, Steve Park, and Mike Wallace getting eliminated in this first 40-lap segment. The other drivers that will not make it in. Of course, they had an accident early this, in this event here. Sterling Marlin, Bobby Hamilton, Dale Jarrett, and Rusty Wallace. So the first 40-lap segment is complete as a caution flag comes out and waves over the field. They come charging back off the turn number four, back to the start-finish line. Fireworks going off in the infield here. And very smart strategy by Jimmy Johnson pays off with a win in the first segment of the Winston. Let's go to Jim Phillips. Well, uh, Chad Knauss and the crew, uh, let's go here and get a word with uh, Chad and see what he thinks about uh, that good strategy he had right there. He's going to climb down off the toolbox here and talk to us. That was some pretty darn good strategy there, Chad, to make that last pit stop when you did. Well, I guess I got to thank Bill Elliott for that one. Uh, Jimmy and Bill got together on a restart over here. We got a flat left front tire. We wanted to pit early and hope for a long run there at the end. But, uh, you know, sorry, Jimmy's talking to me there. <laughs> but uh, we wanted to pit early and then hope for a long green flag run just like what we got there. So it worked out to our advantage. Our car's a little bit loose, but we're still pretty fast. Yes, they were. That's Chad Canal, crew chief for Jimmy Johnson. Now, there will be a 10-minute break here, and the drivers can come on to pit road, work on the cars before they go back out for this second segment. So we're going to see a lot of adjusting on quite a few of these machines. Jimmy Johnson, Jeff Burton, Bill Elliott, Jeremy Mayfield, Mark Martin, Ricky Craven, Jeff Gordon, Kurt Busch, Ricky Rudd, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. are the top 10. Robbie Gordon, 11th, Matt Kenseth, 12th, Kevin Harvick, 13th, Michael Walter, 14th, Elliott Sadler, 15th, 16th to Terry Labonte. 17th to Tony Stewart. Joe Nemechek is 18th. 19th is Bobby Labonte. And the final car getting in from this uh, first segment is Ryan Newman. And the drivers not making it to the second segment of the running of the Winston will be Ward Burton, Steve Park, Mike Wallace, and those drivers involved in that crash back on lap 15, Sterling Marlin, Bobby Hamilton, Dale Jarrett, and Rusty Wallace. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Motor Racing Network. MRN Radio live this evening at the Lowe's Motor Speedway in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm Joe Moore along with Barney Hall. 
Jim Phillips, Winston Kelly, and Tony Rizzuti patrolling pit road for us here this evening. Kurt Becker out on turns one and two, and Buddy Long calling the action in turns three and four. And we've had plenty of action so far this evening, and we've still got a good ways to go to complete the running of the Winston. But Jimmy Johnson has just picked himself up $50,000 for winning the first segment. Now, this second segment, after a 10-minute break here, the 20 cars left will line up for a double-file restart in the order they finish this first segment and the race for 30 laps, with all the laps counting. So it's going to be very interesting here. Then after that, cars finishing in positions 11 through 20 will be eliminated, and just the final 10 will have a shot at the big money, $750,000 to the winner. Today's broadcast of the Winston on MRN Radio is brought to you in part by 76 Gasoline, makers of the official fuel of NASCAR, by Pfizer Men's Health, Tune Up for Life, by Ford, the official truck of NASCAR is built Ford Tough, and by Tanactin, tackle athletes' foot with Tough Actin Tanactin. Well, as we told you, the 20 cars that remain eligible to go into this final segment, if they can finish in the top 10 in this one, are all on pit road. Let's go, go down to Jim Phillips. Well, let's uh, talk to Dale Earnhardt, Jr., former winner of this event. Uh, you at the Lowe's Motor Speedway. Junior, start didn't look too good, but it looked like you got a little better this, the second part of that segment. Yeah, we got a real good car. Uh, just need to get up front, you know. I mean, it, it, it's a lot easier to lead than it is to be behind people the way the air package is. Uh, I'm pretty happy, though. Budweiser Chevrolet really kind of come up through there. The guys had a great pit stop. Um, that's why we're running ninth right now is because the Budweiser team did some good on pit road. So the car's driving good, too. So hopefully we got the full package tonight. So you think you still got a chance to win this thing? Oh, yeah. Everybody, everybody in the field still got a chance to win it. All right. That's Dale Earnhardt, Jr. Winston Kelly. Let's see if we can get a quick word with Jeff Burton. Jeff, looks like they're concerned about something under the hood. What is it? Well, we got a... Um, a pretty severe problem. We, um, for some reason, the clutch is slipping pretty badly. We may be able to fix it if the if the throwout bearing has the uh, the clutch engaged. We can bleed the air out of it and bleed the fluid out of it, and then I just won't have to, I just won't use the clutch. Just shift it without the clutch, uh, and that'll be okay to do if that's what the problem is. Some interesting pitch strategy, but it seemed to work out for you. Yeah, it was really a no-brainer. Uh, we looked at it yesterday and decided yesterday that's what we were going to do and our strategy was to come into this race and make sure we stayed out of trouble and um use use pit road to our advantage and and um that's why we picked the pit where we picked them we picked them behind pit road behind the start finish line we qualified fourth but we picked back here we had it in, we, this is what we plan on doing the whole time so uh just a smart move got us in a good position some discussion about you thought you might have beat, beaten jimmy johnson across the stripe here on pit road Oh, I don't, I don't know about that. They Originally, they had us, like, run to lap 41, and it was a 40-lap race. And we were pretty upset that they were going to score us on 41 instead of 40, but NASCAR went back and looked at it, I guess, and, and it was 40. And um, so they made the right call, put us to second. I don't know, I don't know if we were close or not. I have no idea. Uh, we would have definitely won it had the clutch not been slipping, but um, that's the way it goes. That's Jeff Burton. They've got a slipping clutch, but a fast race car. Yeah, it was a, a very close call as they continue to kind of sort it out a little bit. Let's check in with Tony Rizzuti. Well, standing by with the 1986 winner of the Winston, Bill Elliott, talking over with Mike Ford right now. The crew's still working on that right front that was damaged earlier on. Let's see if we can sneak in here and get a word with, uh, with Bill and Mike. Bill, a good third-place run in that first sprint. What'd you learn? 
Well, we learned that stopping early was a hot ticket, but uh, I still don't understand how the 99 finished second. See, they're working on the right front fender still. Is that giving you any concern out there so far? Well, I got into, the, I guess, a 48 car on one of the restarts. But the cars are really hard to hook up on the restart. Seems like the, the rear end gets really loose. Kind of got a little bit of problem going into turn one. But other than that, we're just trying to to sift through this thing and try to get it better for this next 30 laps. Now, let me ask you something. You're going 180-some miles an hour out there. How can you tell who got scored where? Well, I'm just looking at the scoreboard, and I know when he stopped. That's a word from Bill Elliott. Obviously, some other people confused down here on pit road. Again, the drivers that are eliminated in this first segment of the Winston will be Ward Burton, Steve Park, uh, and, of course, Mike Wallace. The other four cars that went out due to an accident earlier in the evening, Sterling Marlin, Bobby Hamilton, Dale Jarrett, and Rusty Wallace. But Jimmy Johnson picks up the win in this first uh, segment of the Winston, this 40-lap segment. Therefore, he picks up $50,000 to go along with uh, what should be a good night the rest of the way through, if this first segment is any indication. Back downstairs. Let's get a quick word with Jeff Gordon. Jeff, car looked pretty good so far. You think you got a shot at her tonight? Uh, yeah, we got a great car. Uh, you know, DuPont saves real good. If we can get this thing out in front of them boys, I think we got something for them. But, uh, you know, Mark's real fast. He, he looks like the car to beat. But uh, we're real strong in those restarts, and we'll just see if we can't get uh, this DuPont Chevrolet in front of them guys. All right, that's Jeff Gordon. Uh, he's uh, going after that $750,000. What's the Kelly? Well, let's see if we can climb up here and get a quick word with Ben Leslie, who's the crew chief on Mark Martin's machine. Ben leans down here. Ben, Mark told us earlier today and told Joe Moore earlier in the week that this wasn't the better of the cars that you had here at Charlotte, but it seems pretty stout tonight making many changes. No, actually, we haven't made any changes. Uh, it's been real good from uh, from the start when we unloaded off the trailer. Uh, qualifying was real good. We missed a little bit as far as I think it was sprinkling a little more than what we had thought. Um, race trim it's it's really turned out to be a real nice piece for us but it is not our best piece that we got in the garage that spells good news for this team but not so good news for the competition as mark martin currently sits in the fifth position mark martin has had one of the strongest cars here so far this evening and again he said he didn't bring his best piece for this weekend's event said he was saving that for next week at the coca-cola family 600 here at the lowes motor speedway so uh, look out mark martin is uh, on the rebound here maybe for tonight and next week here in charlotte so this first segment is just about complete matter of fact the segment itself is complete the 10 minute break is just about over we got less than a minute to go before we start the second 30 lap segment of the Winston. Now, this is a situation where only 10 drivers will move on to the next segment. All laps will count once again. There is no mandatory pit stop like there was in the first segment. This is going to be all about racing on the track. Yep, because if you don't make it in this one, you certainly don't have a chance at all to get the big money here tonight. Tremendous payoff for the Winston. Let's uh, give you some numbers on that thing. $750,000 if you win this final segment that will be coming up after this one that's about to be run here now. If you finish second, you drop from $750,000 to $150,000, which is still a pretty good piece of change for a 90-lap race. And third will pay $72,500. So there's 
But the big drop-off certainly is between first and second and the rest of the field. Yeah, and, of course, uh, the big deal is getting into the final segment of the event. We've already seen some of the top competition knocked out by that crash early on in this event. And, of course, that could happen again. Everybody's going to scramble to try to get up in that final top ten to have a chance for the 20-lap shootout here this evening to determine the winner of the Winston this year. We're in the break just less than a minute before lining up and getting ready to go in the second segment of the Winston. Field is lining up down on the pit road. They've got the signal from NASCAR that uh, they'll be running three pace laps before we get this second segment of the Winston underway. This will be 30 laps, and that leads on to the final 20-lap segment. From the Lowe's Motor Speedway, this is MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR. Getting ready for the restart. The field now working off turn four behind the pace car. This will be the second segment of the All-Star Race, the Winston, here this evening. And we will have 22 drivers trying to make it into the final 10. As you can see, that's going to be kind of tough. 12 drivers are not going to advance to the final segment of the event. Here's the way they're lined up here as they come down to the start. It'll be two laps to go as they cross the start-finish line. Jimmy Johnson up front after winning the opening segment of the event here this evening. Jeff Burton starts on the outside of row one. Bill Elliott will start in third. Jeremy Mayfield starts in fourth. Mark Martin in fifth. Ricky Craven will start sixth. Jeff Gordon is seventh. Kurt Busch is eighth. Ricky Rudd ninth. And Dale Earnhardt Jr. will restart in tenth. Eleventh is Robbie Gordon. Twelfth is Matt Kenseth. Kevin Harvick, 13th. Michael Waltrip, 14th. And Elliot Sadler, 15th. Terry Labonte will start in 16th. Tony Stewart in 17th. Joe Nemechek in 18th. Bobby Labonte, 19th. And Ryan Newman, 20th. Ward Burton starts in the 21st position. Actually, Ward's out of the event after not making the top 20. So it uh, is just the 20 cars going to try to squeeze into the final 10 positions. Has it been a tough night for several drivers that we talked about? The three that Joe just uh, told you there, Ward Burton, Steve Park, and Mike Wallace, were running at the conclusion of this first segment, but they were not inside the top 20, so they are out. The other four drivers who got caught up in an accident going over into turn three earlier in the event, Sterling Marlin, Bobby Hamilton, Dale Jarrett, and Rusty Wallace, certainly all have cars and the ability to have won this thing, but they went out due to damage to their cars. They're all okay, but uh, their cars not well off here tonight. Jimmy Johnson's been looking real good in this uh, all week long, truthfully, in qualifying and also in practice as he went out there and has shown he has a very, very strong race car. Jeff Burton might have pulled off the move of the night just a few minutes ago there in that thing, yeah. making that pit stop on lap 39. That was a gutsy call. It, it was a gutsy call for Jeff Burton and his crew and also for Jimmy Johnson. We talked several times about the way they came in and made that extra stop under the caution flag to change all four tires. Let's talk about some other potential winners in this field. Jeremy Mayfield was so darn fast in qualifying last night. They've made a couple of stops uh, under the caution flag to get things right in their car. Mark Martin, we've talked about how strong he's been. Ricky Craven has been very strong since the start of this event tonight. Made some nice moves to the outside to pick up positions. And, of course, you never can count out Jeff Gordon, a three-time winner in the Winston, the All-Star race. Field is working over in turn two. Let's go out and check in with Kurt Becker. What do you expect to see in this 30-lap segment? Well, if earlier this evening has been any indication, Joe, we expect to see plenty of excitement and plenty of side-by-side racing, especially with Jimmy Johnson and Jeff Burton starting up at the front of the field. Now let's take a swing up to turn four. Well, uh, Barney, uh, Jimmy Johnson's been very impressive. Another driver very impressive on this end of the track, preferring that high line, is Ricky Craven. He has been a strong uh, driver down on this end, so I'm looking for him to also have a good run in this segment as well. Only a couple of guys have been able to step out and use that outside lane to their advantage, and Craven is one of those. Jeff Gordon and Mark Martin, I guess, two of the guys who've been fast just about any place they put their cars. They are really hooked up for this event here tonight. Field now working over into turn number three. The folks starting to stand up and get ready for the restart. 
Segment number two of the Winston about to begin with Jimmy Johnson and Jeff Burton on the front row. Bill Elliott and Jeremy Mayfield, teammates in Dodges, on row number two. Pace car hits the banking now, comes down off that banking, hits the pit lane, and here comes the field for the second segment of the Winston. And flash bulbs going off again all around the racetrack as they come down to the line looking for the green flag. It's in the air, and Jimmy Johnson sets sail immediately. Jeff Burton swings way to the outside. That inside line got a good run, and Burton's going to lose about four or five spots before they get to turn two. Everyone's going to freight train by to the inside of Jeff Burton. The entire field goes blasting by. Move Bill Elliott up to the second position. And it's going to be Mark Martin back in third. Jeremy Mayfield trying to gain some spots back. Ricky Craven is down there behind him. Jeff Gordon to the low side of Mayfield. That's the battle right now for the number four spot. They stack up two wide as they come off of four. Gordon has the inside line covered. Let's see if he can advance now. Coming off turn four up alongside the car of Jeremy Mayfield. They are dead even for the fourth spot. And just behind them as well, side by side in turn one. Jeff Gordon, Chevrolet to the inside of Jeremy Mayfield's Dodge. Behind them, a couple of Fords. Ricky Craven lines up to the outside of Kurt Busch, then Dale Earnhardt Jr. Drivers starting to get antsy, knowing that the top ten make it. Gordon again down to the inside. Mayfield was able to clear him. He is in a fourth position, but here goes Craven on that outside line. He and Gordon have the battle. Craven will get fifth, Gordon to sixth. Now, Ricky Craven will move around. Meanwhile, we told you that Jeff Burton slowed on that restart. Apparently, the car has gone on to the garage here. They lose the clutch. Yeah, it was the clutch, Barney Hall. They uh, thought they may be able to make it to the end, but they Trouble did lose the clutch. Two. Elliot Sadler's car spins in the middle of the corner, makes contact with the outside wall. Sadler's car now spins down to the apron inside of turn two with damage to the back end of his Ford. Caution is on the speedway. They'll race back to the start finish line coming down to this time, and the problem happened again over in turn two. Let's get a quick recap over there. Right in the middle of the corner, Barney, Elliot Sadler's machine began to spin, rode up to the top of the 24-degree banking, and bounced off the outside wall. Some damage to the left side of his machine and on the left rear corner as well. His car now sitting idle along the inside of the exit of turn two. Kurt, it appeared he just went a little bit too high going into turn number one and maybe got up in the marbles and lost control there. Yeah, it's one of the trouble spots that we've seen here tonight so far at Charlotte, Joe, is the fact that when a car gets up out of that preferred groove which lies at the bottom of the racetrack, get up toward those middle lanes all by yourself, Pretty soon, the car's going to break out from under you and hit the wall. Very likely, it's what could have happened to Elliot Sadler. Let's go back down again and finish up the report with Winston Kelly. Well, it was a clutch problem, Barney, when we uh, talked to Jeff Burton during that break in the action. He said they may be able to get it and uh, make it the rest of the way, but when we went down there and talked to the crew members, they said it was the clutch that went out on his Ford. So Jeff Burton will join Ward Burton, Steve Park, Mike Wallace, Sterling Marlin, Bobby Hamilton, Dale Jarrett, and Rusty Wallace as the cars are that will not be around for the big money shootout, the 20-lap shootout coming up in the Winston after this segment. Been Good. a tough night. I'll tell you what, uh, some of the, uh, the guys you'd figure would be uh, players in the possibility of winning this thing sitting in the garage watching or listening to the final laps of it, and uh, we may very well have a surprise winner here tonight because some of the guys that are left out there are guys you wouldn't consider to be contenders for the win. Here's Ricky Rudd coming off the racetrack. He will make a stop under this caution flag on lap 44. Let's cover that stop. And the crew going to change tires on that machine. Even though he didn't have but a couple of laps, he wanted to just bring it down pit road, change tires, don't see any visible chassis adjustments on the machine. Coming around to the left side, a very methodical pit stop. Generally under caution flag, pit stop. They're hustling just the same amount because they want to race the other teams off of pit road. But Ricky Rudd, the only one here. A four-tire stop just to put on new rubber. Cleanup efforts continue over in turn two. Going to be a lap or so before we go back to green. We're back at the Lowe's Motor Speedway running segment number two of the Winston. And the fireworks not only came up 
from the the firecrackers they set off a little bit earlier, Joe. We've had some more. Yeah, we've had uh, some hurt feelings, I guess you'd say. Elliot Sadler seems to think that uh, Ryan Newman had something to do with his spin over in turn number two, and uh, he let him know that by tossing his helmet at the Altel Ford when he came around under the uh, the pace lap here. We continue out of the caution as a result of that crash when Elliot Sadler hit the wall. Again, he was okay, climbed out of the car, and was uh, feeling well enough to toss that helmet over there at Ryan Newman. He's on his way back to the infield care center. Hopefully we'll get a word from him momentarily. So where they're running right now, Jimmy Johnson is the leader. Mark Martin is second. Bill Elliott's third. Jeremy Mayfield is fourth. Ricky Craven is fifth. Kurt Busch rides sixth. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has worked his way up to seventh. Jeff Gordon is up there in eighth. Matt Kenseth is ninth. And Robbie Gordon is tenth. Give 11th to Michael Waltrip, 12th to Ryan Newman, 13th to Tony Stewart. Kerry Labonte is 14th. Bobby Labonte is 15th. Joe Nemechek is 16th. Ricky Rudd is 17th. Kevin Harvick is 18th. Only the top 10 transfer into the final 20-lap segment here this evening. So, again, the guys from 11th on back are going to have to work to try to work their way up into that top 10 running order. If we keep Jim, losing cars to accidents uh, yeah. and stuff, <laughs> nobody's going to have to get beat. They're just going to automatically eliminate <laughs> themselves. It makes it a little easier on everybody else when uh, when uh, some of the guys get in trouble. The survivors, uh, the odds become a little better for them. Jimmy Johnson has been good all this evening. Of course, he's got some great restarts. A couple of guys have not been that good on some of the restarts, and they've had to kind of kind of scramble to work their way back up under the green flag. But Johnson's been good. Mark Martin's been good. Bill Elliott said he had a, a problem a couple of times on restarts in, uh, in various stages of the race here this evening. Jeremy Mayfield's been strong. Ricky Craven, we talked about how well he's worked on the outside lane. Hadn't heard a lot from Kurt Busch. Dale Earnhardt Jr. started way back in uh, the opening segment of this race to, uh, to come up to where he now runs in the seventh position. And as the field crosses the start-finish line, now we get the one-to-go signal. One more lap before we get back onto this event, closing in on the close of the second lap segment. Field goes off into turn number one. As Joe told you, they just get the indication they're going green next time by. They'll chase Jimmy Johnson and Mark Martin. And Mark has had a very strong race car all week long, qualified fairly well, been strong in practice. And I'll tell you, we saw him make some moves in that first segment out there. It was pure horsepower when he went underneath people and just drove by them. He was making a statement of what kind of power he had under that Pfizer Viagra Ford hood. Jimmy Johnson leads the way again. A double file restart as they form up over in turn number two. Jimmy Johnson and Mark Martin side by side. Bill Elliott and Jeremy Mayfield in the second row. This is what makes this Winston so exciting. These double file restarts gives everybody a chance to once again go for it and try to pick up positions every time we get a restart. Wonder how long we'll go this time before the next caution waves. Probably won't be too long because the intensity is really, really building up right now. There are eight drivers uh, out of the top ten. Everybody else is in the garage area, so there are only eight guys that have a shot from tenth on back to squeeze up in there and have a shot at the big money. Pace car leads them up into turn number four. As Joe told you, double file restart. Jimmy Johnson and Mark Martin will bring them down to the line, waiting for the pace car to ease down onto pit road. We've seen tempers flare a little bit earlier. We may see it again before this one's over. In fact, we might see it several times. With a pace car on pit road, here they come to the line. Green flag is in the air. Good restart again for Jimmy Johnson as he sets sail. Goes down to the apron of the racetrack. Mark Martin goes after him in turn one. Martin rides in second, then Bill Elliott. Ricky Craven went all the way down to the bottom of the racetrack, stacked him three wide, moved from sixth up into fourth. He brought Dale Earnhardt Jr. along with him into the fifth spot. Craven started this time on the inside, and he has 
as you mentioned, Brun uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. with him right on the back bumper of Bill Elliott, who now draws away a little bit. Craven now goes a little high. Earnhardt Jr. takes a peek on the inside for the number four spot. Here comes the Budweiser Chevy trying to hook it up on the inside of the track off turn four. He's up alongside Ricky Craven. Together racing for the fourth position as they head to turn one. Earnhardt Jr. goes blasting by to the inside of Craven's Ford. So move Dale Jr. up into the fourth position. Now setting his sights on Bill Elliott on the backstretch. Meanwhile, back behind them, Matt Kenseth is on the inside and a charge down the back straightaway. He and Jeff Gordon have a good battle going on for the number six position. It's going to be Kenseth kicking up some sparks in turn three and four, taking over that position. Gordon now, high side, trying to get around Jeremy Mayfield, three wide with Kurt Busch. Jeff Gordon almost got into the wall that time. He got pushed up there just a little bit, keeps it out of the wall as they swing back into turn number one. Now the driver's trying to scramble and get inside the top ten. Continue to be Robbie Gordon, Michael Waltrip, Tony Stewart, Bobby Labonte, Terry Labonte, Ricky Rudd, and Joe Nemechek, and Kevin Harvick. They're hitting for three. And right now, Matt Kenseth has broken away just a little bit. He wants to get out of that hornet's nest. Also going with him is Kurt Busch down to the inside, trying to battle with Ryan Newman. He tries to gain another spot to the inside of Jeremy Mayfield, and Jeff Gordon is now backpedaling to the field a little. Robbie Gordon has picked up the transfer spot, getting by Jeff Gordon, but now on the other side of the racetrack, Jeff Gordon comes back around Robbie Gordon. He takes the 10th spot in turn one. Jeff Gordon was up high. Now he changes lanes down low, and a big puff of smoke off turn two from the car of Mark Martin, which had been running in second. Martin is off the pace down the back straightaway. He goes to the inside. A three-wide battle goes by him. As the drivers continue to battle it out, they come off a turn four. Jimmy Johnson with a huge lead, followed by Bill Elliott. Caution is on the speedway. It's coming out apparently for more than likely some liquid that Mark Martin put down when that big plume of smoke started. He started smoking right in the middle of one and two, Kurt, and it got worse as he went off turn two. Yeah, he had been running in the second spot, Barney. Just a trickle of smoke from behind his Ford. Then all of a sudden, the big plume came blasting out from behind his machine off the corner. He quickly got down to the inside lane of the backstretch. The whole field then went rocketing by. As strong as Mark Martin was in the early stages of the race this evening, it's all over now as he rolls his Pfizer Viagra Ford into the Winston Cup garage. We'll get a word from him in a few moments. Well, let's see if we can get a word from Elliot Sadler. Yeah, we've caught up with Elliot Sadler, who's uh, emerged from the infield care center. He's uh, walking under his own power. Elliot, what happened? I just got caught running a little high in the, in the wall, all the way down the front straightaway, and into turn one, and just kind of ticked off, man. That's a really good race car. And want to apologize to my sponsors. Probably shouldn't have thrown that helmet, but I'm not going to get pushed around like that. So uh, I'm not Jimmy Spencer. I might forget every once in a while, but I'm not going to forget what happened here tonight. That's a word from Elliot Sadler. Kind of warm a little bit uh, at Ryan Newman, apparently was the man he was talking about down there that might have helped him get into the wall over there, and he went out and tossed a helmet at his car. So, as we said, temper in a race like this, you, it's hard to control it. You can expect it. Here come some pit stops now. Jeff Gordon leads a parade of about five cars coming down the pit road at lap 52, making a stop here. This will give up track position. They'll fall in line at the rear of the field. Let's cover their stops now as they pull in in front of Winston Kelly. Michael Waltrip is one of those here in the midsection of pit road. Jeff Gordon pulls into his pit stall. These guys, Jeff Gordon was right around the transfer spot. Michael Waltrip a little bit further back. They're going to wheel around to the left side of the car. It's going to be a four-tire stop for each one of these machines, several more in front of Jim Phillips. Tony Stewart uh, had this group down here at Weston. He's running about dead last, so he's going to change tires. Jeff Gordon's car, he said his car was getting loose. That means the back end wanted to come around on him when he was around traffic. Terry Labonte and also Joe Nemechek in down here for four tires and fuel. 
Now, Jeff Gordon was dropping back in the field. He had lost several positions after having a very strong race car in that first segment, so they needed to get on pit road and cure the problem, whatever it is, to keep him in contention. The way they're running right now, we're under caution, and from 18th on back, these are the cars that have now in the garage area. Mark Martin has parked it for the night. So is Elliot Sadler, Jeff Burton, Ward Burton, Steve Park, Mike Wallace, Sterling Marlin, Bobby Hamilton, Dale Jarrett, and Rusty Wallace. Mark Martin taking his car back into the Winston Cup garage. We'll find out what exactly happened there. Obviously blew the power plant as he went off turn number two. Big puff of smoke, and he was out of it. But that car was strong while it lasted. Had a very spirited battle going on among Robbie Gordon and Jeff Gordon for that transfer spot before the caution flag came out because of Elliott Sadler's spin over in turn number two. Robbie had gone by and passed Jeff one time off turn two, then down at turn four, other end of the racetrack. Jeff came back, repassed him, and we thought we might see some sparks uh, flying from that one because there's not a whole lot of love lost between these two guys who, who share the same last name. Of course, coming from the season-ending race last year at New Hampshire International Speedway. We'll keep a close watch on that battle between Jeff Gordon and Robbie Gordon. A little bit separated now because Jeff made a stop. Robbie did not. Robbie will restart in the ninth position. Let's go down to the garage. Joe, we have caught up with Mark Martin. The hood is up on the Viagra Ford. Done for the day. See if we can slide in here real quick and talk to, to Mark with his son Matt at his side. Mark, you had such a strong car. Any warning that the engine was going to go? No, it just broke it once. I'm, you know, really lucky that it didn't uh, turn around on me and wreck the car, too. Uh, this is not really my favorite car by any means. This is our third choice for, for Charlotte. We've got a, a better car for the 600. And our second best car that we tested here, we're taking to Dover. We want to win points races. So, you know, I think that uh, hopefully we'll do a good job uh, when we come back for the 600. And maybe, who knows, maybe we can run that strong in the 600. It would be nice to be a contender that uh, that piece was a contender tonight mark martin with a contender that was his third choice guys not a good night for mark martin it's about a lap away from going back to green we're back at the lowes motor speedway getting ready to go back to green here hopefully in another lap or so as cleanup efforts continue over there there's a story on jeff gordon's car let's see if we can figure out what's going on there jim phillips well, i was going to get up here and talk to uh robbie lemus uh, the crew chief and see if he can uh, fill us in on what happened Robbie, they moved you back. Why? Uh, we had trouble with the squeegee there on the fell off. They said something pick up. I, I don't really understand it, but we, uh, they're in charge, so we'll roll with it. Okay, so there's uh, a problem on the pit stop there. A squeegee would be something used on the windshield. Uh, so, uh, but that was the problem for uh, Jeff Gordon. He will be moved to the back. And at any rate, it has put him at the tail end of the field, so he's got his work cut out for him. There should be about 13 laps when they go back to green here. Maybe, well, we figured out in a quick second here, there'll be 13 or 14 laps for in this second segment, and he will restart 17th. So he's got to pick up uh, quite a few positions to get himself up inside the top 10 or from 10th on in. On the restart, Jimmy Johnson, Bill Elliott. That's the front row. Then Stell Earnhardt Jr. and Ricky Craven on row two. Matt Kenseth and Kurt Busch on row three. Ryan Newman starts seventh. Jeremy Mayfield eighth. Robbie Gordon ninth. And Bobby Labonte tenth. Here comes the field off turn number four. And looks like maybe this time we'll get the one to go signal. They waved it off a couple of times already. And the field again stacked up double wide coming back to the start finish line. While we have chance, let's check back in with Jim Phillips. Uh, Tony Stewart's car stayed on pit road for a long time. Looks like they were doing some cosmetic work on that car. Yes, they were, Joe, to the front uh, air dam section there. They, they, they were working on, working on that part, put some tape on it. And uh, they also uh, changed tires. 
uh, before that. So, uh, and Tony, with, on that particular segment, as you noticed, he fell to the back of the field. Now, here are the drivers that are going to have to gain positions if they intend to be in the final 20-lap shootout for the big money. In 11th position is Ricky Rudd. Kevin Harvick is 12th. Joe Nemechek is 13th. Michael Waltrip is 14th. Terry Labonte is 15th. Tony Stewart is 16th. And Jeff Gordon is 17th. Some pretty strong horses back there are going to really have to gain some ground to get in from 10th on in. And you know the sparks are going to fly here as we uh, get ready to restart here. The field will get the one to go next time they come back to the start-finish line. So another lap under the pace car uh, speed here before we get this race back underway this evening. We've seen a little bit of everything this evening. Some pretty big pileups, a couple of uh, near misses, a couple of crashes that probably should have happened when cars bounced off the walls and bounced off each other. Michael Waltrip uh, in the Winston Open earlier this evening nearly got shoved into the wall here coming down the start-finish line. That was the first segment of the Winston uh, when uh, his car didn't come up to speed and uh, Jeff Burton got into the rear of him. Jeff Burton tried to pull a quick one, then later had a clutch problem, put him out of the race. Mark Martin was strong, probably would have been a contender, but uh, they had an engine problem. They're out of the event, and uh, there's a whole lot more to come before this one's over tonight. Well, there's always some great memories for every Winston that they've ever run here at the Lowe's Motor Speedway over the years. I was just sitting down in the trailer, our trailer this afternoon, thinking about some of the finishes that I had seen here at the time uh, Bill Elliott and the late Dale Earnhardt was thrashing for the win here, and Earnhardt went off in the grass. That was one that everybody still talks about. Uh, a couple of times, uh, Jeff Gordon was leading here. What we were not been that many years ago when Jeff ran out of gas, was leading with just, yeah. what, three or four laps to go, and all of a sudden they ran out of fuel. How about the win by Davey Allison? When yep. they got by Kyle Petty in the closing lap, hit the wall. He didn't go to victory. He went to the hospital instead. But the car uh, went over the there, win. but he didn't. Yeah, that's right. It's been some wild finishes in the Winston, and chances are from what we've seen so far tonight, we're in store for another one. Hey, experience the excitement of the NASCAR Weekly Racing Series presented by Dodge. Thousands of competitors race each week at more than 80 racetracks across America. See late model stock cars, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, dirt late models, and many more divisions of racing action, possibly in your own hometown. Drivers of the NASCAR Weekly Racing Series presented by Dodge compete for regional and national championships and more than $1.7 million in annual point fund awards. See the future stars of NASCAR in the NASCAR Weekly Racing Series presented by Dodge. For more information or to locate the track nearest you visit nascar.com or aol keyword nascar getting ready to go back to green jimmy johnson will bring him down to the line bill elliott lines up second dale earnhardt jr will restart third ricky craven is fourth matt kenseth fifth kenseth had a very strong car all night long kurt bush is sixth ryan newman is seventh jeremy mayfield is eighth robbie gordon is ninth and bobby labonte is tenth and some of these drivers who have very limited experience in fact what we got two at least two in there that this is their first winston and are doing very well. So we're going to find out what happens here as they get ready to go back to green. Base car leads the field over into turn number three, and the drivers start working their cars from side to side. Seen a couple of situations on restarts this evening where drivers have spun the tires because the temperatures are so cool here at the Lowe's Motor Speedway, so they want to get as much heat buildup as they possibly can as they get ready for the restart. Coming off turn four, here comes the field now. Into the trioval as a pace car hits the pit lane. We're about ready to turn them loose once again as the Winston continues here at the Lowe's Motor Speedway way. Again, Jimmy Johnson gets a great jump. Gets away by two or three car links over Bill Elliott. 
Dale Earnhardt Jr. nearly hits the grass to make a pass. Dale Earnhardt Jr. nearly hits the back end of Bill Elliott's car in the process. A tap there. Now Earnhardt Jr. backs away. Elliott gathers his machine back in. They're on the back stretch. And right now it's going to be Elliott holding on to that position. Earnhardt Jr. can't mount the challenge that he was looking for about a car length separation between the two. Ricky Craven back in fourth. Matt Kenseth rounding out the top five. Ten laps remaining in this segment when they cross the start finish line this time. Jimmy Johnson has pulled away by about four or five car lengths from Bill Elliott and Dale Earnhardt Jr. The scramble is on in turn one. Here they come back into the corner, checking near the tail end of the top ten. The scramble is for the eighth position. Bobby Labonte on the outside of Jeremy Mayfield. Behind them, Robbie Gordon literally shoving Labonte. Contact now between Labonte and Mayfield on the backstretch. Those two drivers still trying to gather themselves up as they drop down to the bottom side of the racetrack. That'll be Bobby Labonte and Jeremy Mayfield. Gordon is caught up in the high groove. There's about three wide behind him, including Gordon Stewart and Michael Walter. It is still on, coming back down to the line. Three wide coming to the start-finish line. Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart, and Michael Waltrip. Let's follow this one back to turn one. Tony Stewart in between cars. Jeff Gordon down low. Michael Waltrip to the high side. For now, Stewart edges out in front of that pack. Jeff Gordon is right alongside. And that is right at the transfer spot. It's trying to be Jeff Gordon to the inside. Stewart rockets by on the outside. Down into turn number three and four. Michael Waltrip about up in the third groove as he comes off a turn four. Gordon will get by him into 11. Jeff Gordon moves up. He's getting a little bit closer to getting inside the top 10. Michael Waltrip's on his outside. Tony Stewart is directly ahead. It's still on in turn one. Tony Stewart has that 10th position. Here comes Michael Waltrip fighting his way back to the inside of Jeff Gordon into the 11th spot. And Jeff Gordon will have to regroup headed to turn three. Right now they're single file down the back straightaway and they're going to ease up for the moment then reload their guns one more time. Gordon trying to make the run on Michael Waltrip. He's taking a run on the outside off a of turn four. Seven laps to go in this segment. Here's the top ten as they're running now. Jimmy Johnson leads. Bill Elliott second. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is third. Ricky Craven fourth and Matt Kenseth fifth. Sixth is Kurt Busch. Ryan Newman seventh. Kevin Harvick is eighth. Ninth is Robbie Gordon and tenth is Tony Stewart. But maybe not for long. Let's pick him up off turn two. Now the back straightaway is going to be Jeff Gordon down to the inside of Michael Waltrip. That's the battle for the number 11 position. And don't forget Ricky Rudd. He's also in that mix as well as is Terry Labonte and Joe Nemechek. They're all fighting for the final transfer spot. And the two cars we told you about getting together going off into turn number three, Bobby Labonte and Jeremy Mayfield are apparently are going to be through for the evening. Let's get a quick report from Pitt Road. Yeah, Jeremy Mayfield taking his car back behind the wall. Heavy damage to the right front. They tried to tape it up. Decided no use. We're just going to take it back behind into the garage stall. So the day done for Jeremy Mayfield. And the laps are winding down in this first segment as Jimmy Johnson is able to hang on to the lead. The scramble for the moment will be for second place. And it's also a furious battle going on back there around 10th where Tony Stewart hangs on to the final spot that will get in the event here as they cross the line and head back into turns one and two. The scramble now between Michael Waltrip and Jeff Gordon to get up there and get inside the top 10. They had been side by side for the 11th position. Now they straighten out nose to tail. Michael Waltrip in 11th and Jeff Gordon right behind him in 12th. Waltrip doing everything he can to hold Gordon at bay in that 11th position but that's allowing Tony Stewart, Robbie Gordon, the cars in front of him in 10th and 9th to pull away. Now Gordon's got the run down to the inside. Michael Waltrip went into turn three so hard his car pushed up the bank in the inside lane wide open for Jeff Gordon. He pulls up alongside. This is a race for the 
seventh position while 10th place Tony Stewart drives off. Not what Michael Waltrip or Jeff Gordon want to see. They stay side by side. Stewart continues to leave them behind. Waltrip has the 11th position. Gordon is still there. And he's got some uh, big time making up to do. Tony Stewart has got about 15 car lengths on Jeff Gordon or should say Michael Waltrip as they go back into three and four. Again, Gordon looks to the high side to get around Waltrip in the fourth corner. Got three laps left to get it done if they're going to get inside the top 10 or from 10th on in to be in the final big shootout here this afternoon. Gordon on the outside, Michael Waltrip on the inside. They go back to one. This time, Jeff Gordon rumbles back into the corner with the 11th position at the expense of Michael Waltrip. Now Waltrip shuts off the lane because Ricky Rudd advances behind him. A big gap between Tony Stewart and Jeff Gordon. A lot of gap to make up in a very short time. Stewart in that number 10 spot. Gordon 11th, Michael Waltrip in 12. Probably a full second from second place Tony Stewart from a uh, 10th place, that is, Tony Stewart, back to 11th place, Jeff Gordon. May not be able to make that up. We've got a heck of a battle for second up in turn two. There's a change for the second position. And in fact, Dale Earnhardt Jr., after stalking Bill Elliott, finally makes the move and takes over second. Earnhardt Jr., about 10 car lengths back of Jimmy Johnson as he'll look for the white flag coming off a of turn number four this time by. Ricky Craven, a solid fourth, and Matt Kenseth currently in fifth. Here they come off turn number four. They will see the white flag this time, ending this second segment in the Winston as they cross the line and go back into the corner. Jimmy Johnson hangs on to the lead. Earnhardt Jr. gets a little bit closer to him in turn one. Jimmy Johnson's lead was eight car lengths, then seven, now five. Dale Earnhardt Jr. in the second spot, trying to track him down, but running out of time in this segment. Johnson looking very comfortable down the back straightaway. Earnhardt Jr. with about a five car length advantage on Bill Elliott, then Ricky Craven, Matt Kenseth, Ryan Newman, and company as Jimmy Johnson works it off at turn number four. Jimmy Johnson shows the way and he will win the second segment of the Winston this evening, beating Dale Earnhardt Jr. by six tenths of a second. Bill Elliott will come into the third spot. Ricky Craven, fourth. Matt Kenseth, fifth. Sixth will be Kurt Busch. Seventh, Ryan Newman. Eighth will be Kevin Harvick. Ninth, Robbie Gordon. And tenth, Tony Stewart. Drivers not moving on to the final segment of the Winston will be Jeff Gordon. Michael Waltrip, Ricky Rudd, Jody Machak, and Terry Labonte. Tell you what, I would never have believed the number, the, the, the drivers that we're about to read off here that will not be in this final 10-lap shootout. Jeff Gordon, Michael Waltrip, Ricky Rudd, Terry Labonte, Joe Nemechek, Jeremy Mayfield, Mark Martin, Elliot Sadler, Jeff Burton, Ward Burton, Steve Park, Mike Wallace, Sterling Marlin, Bobby Hamilton, Dale Jarrett, and Rusty Wallace. That's some of the biggest names in the business that will not be around for the final 20 laps. So it comes down to the final 10, set to go in the final 20 laps of the 18th running of the Winston here at the Lowe's Motor Speedway this evening. And so far tonight, Jimmy Johnson has been the king of the Winston, picking up the first segment and now the second segment of this event. A lot still to go in this one. And, boy, you talk about fireworks we've seen so far. This final 20 laps is really going to be wild. Yeah, everybody is going to get their nickels worth here in this final 20 laps. We'll take a short break and give the cars time to get on pit road, and we'll get some thoughts of the drivers. We're back at the Lowe's Motor Speedway, closing in on the final segment of the Winston. 20 laps to go for the big bucks. And just about every, well, everybody is on pit road. Let's go down to Jim Phillips. Let's get a word with Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy, is your confidence rising? You've won the first two segments. Uh, it's hard to beat this. I didn't know what to expect. We were really loose that first segment, got, cut a tire down, and uh, made some great adjustments. Chad's made some great adjustments on this Lowe's Monte Carlo, and, man, we won two of these. Uh, I just hope they don't invert the field so we can start up front, bring this power fried car, car home at uh, Lowe's Motor Speedway. It'd be awesome. How far back do you think, though, that you could be and still come back and win? Man, the air is so turbulent, um, you know, and everybody's pushing so hard. I had a hard time coming through the field uh, from where I started. It's going to probably be in the first couple rows will be your winner. Okay, that's Jimmy Johnson. It's, uh, you guys pointed out he's won the first two segments. 
And you know, he just barely got into the field for the Winston because of winning the race at California yeah. Speedway just a couple of weeks ago, and here he is, the class of the field so far tonight. i tell you what, he's had a heck of a race car, and he's driven a very smart race in both segments here tonight at the Lowe's Motor Speedway. More drivers are down on pit road, and now remember, they will invert this field. At, it may be four, it may be six, it may be eight, it may be all ten drivers, and uh, Winston Kelly's kind of been patrolling over there. Any word yet, Winston? Well, they're just getting ready to make the announcement here in just a moment. Martina McBride, who sang the national anthem earlier, so we should have that word here in just a couple of moments, Barn. Of course, race fans uh, voted for the number of positions to invert on NASCAR Online in previous weeks, and uh, those are the numbers we're about to, uh, to find out down there to see how the 10 will start this final 20-lap segment. Now, the... The 10 drivers that will be in this final segment, Jimmy Johnson, Earnhardt Jr., Bill Elliott, Ricky Craven, Matt Kenseth, Kurt Busch, Ryan Newman, Kevin Harvick, Robbie Gordon, and Tony Stewart. Let's go over to Tony Rizzuti. Barney, we've caught up with Jeff Gordon, the defending champion of this race, and uh, how hard is it to not qualify into the Winston? Well, we, uh, I, I felt like you know coming up one, one position shy was pretty disappointing for the DuPont Chevrolet, but... Uh, we, we caused our own problems tonight, you know, uh, that little mishap on, on pit road really, uh, that hurt every position so important, and the car actually was the best it had been right there, uh, and having fresher tires than the rest of the guys, I mean, we were in the catbird seat, and then uh, I got up to Michael Waltrip, and uh, well, I better not say much, because I didn't have a lot of fun racing them, uh, but we were both battling pretty hard uh, to try to get to that 10th spot. I had a car capable of it and uh, just wasn't able to, to get the clean air to, to get up there and get by Tony. Were you able to learn anything for the 600? Oh, yeah. Uh, I tell you, there's a nice racetrack out there. There's a nice groove up on the outside of uh, three and four, and you can run low, you can run high, and I think the 600 is going to be a heck of a race. That's the word from Jeff. Tony Stewart will restart on the front row. Robbie Gordon will flank him up there. Kevin Harvick will restart third. Ryan Newman fourth. Kurt Busch fifth. Sixth will be Matt Kenseth. Seventh, Ricky Craven. Eighth will be Bill Elliott. Ninth is Dale Earnhardt Jr. And Jimmy Johnson has been moved back to tenth as the pace car hits pit road. Here comes the field now. Stacked up double wide for the restart. Beginning to pick up a little speed in the trioval here at the Lowe's Motor Speedway. Waiting for the green flag to wave in the final 20 laps of the Winston about to begin. Robbie Gordon gets a good start. Alongside, though, Tony Stewart is there. They begin to crowd up three wide already in turn one. Kevin Harvick, the driver, that stacks them three wide. Now they shuffle out double wide behind Tony Stewart. He has the lead. Harvick goes to second, and Robbie Gordon is third. He's got the Hornets nest right behind him, but Gordon does hold on to the number three spot down the back straightaway. It will be uh, Jimmy Johnson trying to mark his way through the field likewise from that back end of the starting field, but Tony Stewart leads him off at turn number four. Yeah, Tony Stewart got a good restart there. The car kicked sideways a little bit when they first dropped the green, but he was okay for a second. Now Robbie Gordon's going after second place, door-to-door in turn one. He lost it to Kevin Harvick a moment ago. Now he gets it back and brings Ryan Newman along with him. Move Newman up to third. Robbie Gordon the second behind them. Kurt Busch is on the move. Kurt Busch, the latest young gun to go to the inside of Kevin Harvick. Now it's Ricky Craven trying to make a move. Harvick puts the block on him down the back straightaway. Harvick holds on to fifth. Craven in sixth. Matt Kenseth on the high side of Dale Earnhardt Jr. for seventh. Tony Stewart brings him back to the start-finish line. Robbie Gordon has chased him down. Ryan Newman has chased him down. He's in third, but they're beaten and banging at the rear of the pack in turn one. Here comes Matt Kenseth up the inside lane of the racetrack, blasting by Kevin Harvick. Jimmy Johnson goes 
along with him. Now the challenge is on for the second position. And Ryan Newman looks to the inside of Robbie Gordon. He'll get that spot down in turn number three. Newman, with some good power, puts the Altel Ford up in the second spot and now sets his sights on leader Tony Stewart. Man, I'll tell you what, if we get through these 20 laps without seeing a yellow or two, it will be amazing. Back to the line. They put another lap on the scoreboard, chasing Tony Stewart. Ryan Newman. Car link behind him as they go to two. Ryan Newman's Ford bearing down behind the Pontiac of Tony Stewart in the corner. Here's Stewart moving down to block. Newman now within a couple of feet of his back bumper. Ryan Newman will give it all he has down the back straight away. Less than a car link separation. Look at him close as he goes into turn number three and four. Puts it right at the bottom of the racetrack. Tony Stewart right in front. Gets him a little loose. Here comes the battle for the lead. Stewart opens up. Goes wide off turn four. Here's Ryan Newman on the charge. He takes the lead at the start finish line. Ryan Newman has the top spot. Now Robbie Gordon goes after Stewart in turn one. Here's Gordon, takes a look to the inside. Stewart throws the block. Gordon backs off, looks wide, nothing there. He's still riding in third. Stewart holds on to second. And another driver looking to join this fray is Kurt Busch in the 97 car. He closes in that number four position. Ricky Craven currently in fifth. Dale Earnhardt Jr. in sixth. They're single file with Brian Newman stretching out that lead. They will have survived five laps of the final 20 this time without a yellow flag as they come back down to the line. And now Ryan Newman is pulling away. He's almost a half a second out front over in turn two. Robbie Gordon is still mired in behind Tony Stewart who has the second spot but Stewart continues to lose ground to the race leader Ryan Newman. Newman with about a three to four car length advantage down the back straightaway and then second and third it's a battle between Stewart and Gordon. Bush had made a move about a lap ago closing in on those two drivers. Now he's dropped back by about a few car lengths in fourth. Tony Stewart realizes Robbie Gordon has a fast machine. He's doing what he can defensively to keep him behind him but it's only by a couple of car lengths. Further back, Dale Earnhardt Jr. starts looking for a way to get by Ricky Craven in turn one. Worked his way up from ninth into the sixth position. That's where Jr. lies right now behind Ricky Craven's machine headed off turn two. Just in front of them, Kurt Busch, and he had been able to pull away from those two drivers. Now they begin to draw back closer as Earnhardt closes in, goes low on Ricky Craven, takes the peak as he comes off at turn number four. Ryan Newman will bring him back down to the line, and this is the way they run as they cross the line and head back into one. Ryan Newman leads, Tony Stewart still second, Robbie Gordon's third, Kurt Busch is fourth. Ricky Craven is fifth. Earnhardt Jr. is up to sixth. Matt Kenseth is seventh. Jimmy Johnson eighth. Kevin Harvick ninth. Bill Elliott make up the top ten over in turn two. And right now, Ryan Newman continues to stretch that lead out. Robbie Gordon is closing a little bit more. We may see a challenge for the number two spot down into turn three. Gordon had the peak, but Tony Stewart slams the door shut and holds on to the number two position with Kurt Busch back and forth. Yeah, Stewart went all the way to the bottom of the racetrack. Robbie Gordon had no room to make a move, although he's still got a fast machine. And Kurt Busch is starting to close in as well, shaping up as a three-way battle for the second spot. All of this going on well behind race leader Ryan Newman because Tony Stewart in that second position continually he has to play defense, throwing blocks at Robbie Gordon. And once again, by virtue of that, Kurt Busch begins to reel those two drivers back in. Ricky Craven and Dale Earnhardt Jr. within striking distance, but here comes Bush. He joins that fray, only about a car length back behind the uh, third running machine of Robbie Gordon. Yeah, the real scramble's all the way from second place on back. Ryan Newman is long gone for the moment. Now Robbie Gordon takes a look at Tony Stewart. Thought he was going to try to get underneath him. Let's see if he can do it in turn two. Gordon takes a look down to the inside, right next to the apron in turn number two. Does not have enough room to make the pass has to back off and follow the tire tracks. And again, Gordon will try to make the run down the back straightaway and set himself up for a possible pass in turn number three and four. Tony Stewart entering into the corner right at that bottom white line. Robbie Gordon, Kurt Busch right in line behind him. 
Ten laps to go as Ryan Newman comes to the line, leading by a second and a half over a furious battle from second on back. Again, Tony Stewart leads that parade back to one. With Robbie Gordon, his closest pursuer, then a couple of more car lengths back to Kurt Busch in the fourth spot. Talked about Dale Earnhardt Jr. He still finds himself behind Ricky Craven. And when Stewart and Gordon go nose to tail and don't battle each other, they are able to draw away from Kurt Busch by just a couple of more car lengths. When they go battling with one another, that brings Busch, Craven, and Earnhardt Jr. back together. Right now, those five are still very tight as they come off turn four. Kevin Harvick, Jimmy Johnson, and Bill Elliott about to get shaken out of the mix here right now. They've lost a lot of ground to the front seven cars as they go back into turn number one. Got a lot of ground to make up. Not much time left to do it. Those drivers have plenty of ground to make up. In fact, they are well behind Dale Earnhardt Jr. in that sixth position. He is the last driver at the tail end of that battle from second on back. Meanwhile, Ryan Newman has himself about a quarter of a turn lead as Robbie Gordon continues to apply the pressure to Tony Stewart. Again, Kurt Busch slowly reeling those two drivers back in. Ryan Newman continues to stretch out that lead. Now nearly two seconds back to Tony Stewart. Here's Kurt Busch now going for third. He looks to the outside of Robbie Gordon, but quickly is shut off there in turn one. Bush goes to the outside. Now Gordon drops down low. Stewart's there to shut off the lane. So Tony Stewart still rides in the second spot. And that brought Ricky Craven and Dale Earnhardt Jr. just a little bit closer to those three drivers. But once again, as they go nose to tail, those three drivers fall back. Gordon again taking a peek to the inside. Stewart's got him covered. Now there's a challenge possibly off a of four. Guarantee Ryan Newman is loving this when he looks back in that rearview mirror and sees all that scrambling going on among five cars that are five for second place while his lead gets even bigger over in turn two. It continues to grow. He's already leaving the corner. Now here comes Tony Stewart riding in second position. Still, Robbie Gordon, his closest threat. Kurt Busch back at the number four position, about a car length back. Then Ricky Craven and Dale Earnhardt Jr. running fifth and sixth. Matt Kenseth in the number seven position, looking to join that battle as well as he exit off of corner number four. Six laps to go as they come back down to the line. The lead has now grown to two and a half seconds. That's Ryan Newman's lead over Tony Stewart, Robbie Gordon, Kurt Busch, and Ricky Craven. Let's pick up that second-place battle again. Tony Stewart has done everything he can to hang on to the spot. That's why he still has it. That's why Robbie Gordon has not been able to wrestle it away, although he may try it again. And Gordon knows he's got to be smart. If he's going to make the pass, it's going to have to work. If he slips, he knows Kurt Busch, as well as Ricky Craven and Dale Earnhardt Jr. will be there. Gordon washes up the banking a little bit. Here comes Kurt Busch. He's got to move on the inside. He takes a peek. Five laps to go for the leader and the rest of the field. Ryan Newman leads him back into the corner. Everybody watching that scramble for second place. Tony Stewart has it. Everybody's trying to take it away. Robbie Gordon tries to get it one more time. Now a tap into the back end of Stewart's car. Contact. Gordon now moves by and he gets a shove from Kurt Busch. Busch into the back end of Robbie Gordon. Now Gordon spins all the way down the back stretch as the leader heads off turn four. You kind of figured fireworks were going to occur in that battle from second on back and the caution flag comes out. This is the very last thing Ryan Newman wanted to see. He had built up a three-second lead over the rest of the field, and we were down to four laps to go, and the caution flag laps do not count in this final 20-lap segment. Let's go back to Kurt Becker. This began back in turn number two, Joe. That was where Robbie Gordon, riding in the third position, gave a shove to Tony Stewart, got his car up out of the groove, started to make a move down low. What he didn't count on happening was that Kurt Busch would come right with him when the cars came off the corner, Bush drove up into the back end of Robbie Gordon's machine, spun him down the back straightaway. That's when everything kind of fell apart. Well, I'll tell you what it did. It gave some guys one one more chance to get back up there and have a go at Ryan Newman. This is going to bunch the field right back up, at least the cars that are going to be left in it. Robbie Gordon's on pit road in front of Tony Rizzuti. Yeah, four-tire change for Robbie Gordon. No damage to the car. He did have one of the roof flaps sticking up when he came into the pit road, but they put that down, and now he is down and away. 
It's going to give him I'm a surprised very... it took that yeah. long for that to happen, Joe. I'm telling you, we had a couple of uh, those situations where you thought something was going to break loose, and that was a furious battle going on from second on back. This is going to play into the favor of Robbie Gordon. Now he gets four fresh tires. Now some of the other drivers come off the banking of turn number four. They're going to make a stop here as well. And they have a chance at making a run at this finish. As they come down the pit lane, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is in, Matt Kenseth is in, and Jimmy Johnson come in. Let's go to Winston Kelly. Not much of a surprise that the team's further back in the running order. Seventh on back, Matt Kenseth was running there. It's going to be a four-tire stop, try to get some fresh rubber for these final five laps. Now let's swing down to Jim Phillips. Well, we've got Jimmy Johnson in down here and Dale Earnhardt Jr. Uh, both opting for the four-tire change. Um, more speed. And uh, a little adjustment on uh, both these cars. Uh, Dale Jr.'s car, of course, was coming on strong after that uh, second segment, but not as strong in this segment. Well, as we said, they didn't have anything to lose. They're riding at the tail end of the field, losing ground all the time. So it was a good move to dive on the pit road, make an adjustment, put on four new Goodyear Eagles and see what they can do. There's still five laps to go. These caution laps are not counting. Field just given the indication as they're crossing a line right now. There will go green next time by. There will be five laps to settle the final segment of the Winston and whoever will win this thing collecting $750,000. Ryan Newman hmm. saw a three-second lead evaporate there because of that caution flag. And suddenly he's up alongside Tony Stewart, the guy who took off uh, the initial uh, restart of this final segment. This is a double foul restart, so Stewart is back. He's up alongside Ryan Newman. Then Robbie Gordon, who's been strong here. He's up there. Kurt Busch, who's been coming on strong. Ricky Craven. You got Dale Earnhardt Jr. back a little further because he's one of the guys that came down and made a stop, put some fresh tires on his car. He starts six. Matt Kenseth starts seventh. Kevin Harvick was eighth. Jimmy Johnson, ninth, and Bill Elliott uh, will restart in tenth. Robbie Gordon supposedly going to the rear of the pack, and yes, he will fall into the back because he pitted too soon after that caution flag came out, which he caused. So the fireworks about to blow up again here. Just five laps to go now as we get ready to set them here coming off turn four. Well, you're going to have to say it will be an upset if Ryan Newman pulls off the win over some of the biggest names in the business, and uh, they're still... Anything going to happen to this one? I, I'm ready to see this. How this thing is going to come out? Pace car about to ease off the banking up in turn number four. Ryan Newman will lead him down to the line. You know Tony Stewart's going to go after him in a hurry. They're coming out of turn number four, looking for the green flag. Still looking for the green flag. It is in the air, and this time Ryan Newman is long gone before they get to the start finish line. Joe, he's done pulled away about ten or fifteen car lengths. Stewart had a problem on the restart. He faltered, and just about everybody piled in the back of him. But once again, Ryan Newman is gone. Leads the pack off turn two, and the caution flag is going to come out yet again. The caution flag being displayed here as the field works off turn two and down the back straightaway. Don't think they like that restart. No, I don't think so either. Uh, Tony Stewart uh, faltered a bit, maybe waiting for the green flag to be displayed. Ryan Newman got too quick a start. And NASCAR just said before the start, they said, don't forget now the starter starts the race, not the leader of the event. And Ryan Newman got off to too good a start and almost caused a pile up further back in the pack. So we're going to rack this one up and try it again. So there's still five laps to settle it all out here yep. in the Winston as the pace car has just picked up the field over in turn number two. Man, what a night. Still got five laps to go in this one. These cautions are not counting. So once again, they're going to file back in line, double file for the restart with Ryan Newman and Tony Stewart set to go once again. Don't you know that's got to be a case of nerves sitting up here in the front row trying to outguess the guy sitting alongside you, trying to, to, to wait to see when the starter puts the green flag out. Not wanting to jump the start because if they do it a second time, they might go to the rear of the pack. That could be very costly. 
Well, you, you, you're going to take anything you can do, get as far as a restart. If you can jump it just a little bit and get away with it, it'll pay off. But it's not worth the gamble in a case like this because Ryan Newman has a really good race car, and so does Tony Stewart and Kurt Busch and everybody else up there. All the 10 cars that are still out there got a shot to win this thing. You don't want to throw a chance, throw away a chance to win that kind of money. Here comes the field back to the line. The one-to-go signal about to be displayed for the restart. Let's take a look at the AutoZone leaderboard. Ryan Newman is the leader. With five laps to go, Tony Stewart starts up alongside him in the second spot. Robbie Gordon starts third. Kurt Busch fourth. Ricky Craven fifth. Sixth is Dale Hart Jr. Matt Kenseth restarts in seventh. Kevin Harvick eighth. Ninth, Jimmy Johnson. And tenth, Bill Elliott. That's a look at the AutoZone leaderboard. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Well, Jim Phillips, you've had a chance to visit some of the pits down there, the guys that are running up front. Confidence level any higher in any one particular team than another? I don't think they know how to react right now, Marty, with all the things going on. Uh, I think that uh, this uh, last uh, restart gave uh, Greg Zipidelli and those guys some confidence, even though probably the car is not quite as good as it was when it first started the race because they've got some damage. But with everything going on, Tony, you're in the guys. They thought they were in. Now they think they got a shot, so we'll see. Winston Kelly. Well, I think it gave these guys a reprieve with that good restart that Ryan Newman got and a couple of guys here on the midsection of pit road that start in the second row, Kurt Busch and the uh, Ricky Ricky Craven machine. Both of those teams got big smiles on their face, got the reprieve. They still think they got a solid chance to win if they can get a good restart and Ryan Newman not pull away. Quick word from Tony Rizzuti. Everybody down here in the Altel pit standing on the wall. Matt Borland's been very calm, very confident trying to stay in charge of his young driver. Pace car has him in tow, getting ready to come off the banking up in turn number four and get onto pit road and finally go back to green and run this final five laps and get it settled here in the Winston to see what's going to happen. This time they come off the corner. Looks like it's going to be a good, smooth restart. Nobody jumping the gun. Everybody holding it down. Do they get down toward the start-finish line? Green flag is in the air. Ryan Newman again gets gone, but he doesn't get gone like he did before. He's out front single file in turn one. This time Kurt Busch is going to go with him. Busch moves by to the inside of Tony Stewart, takes over the second position. Now here comes Kurt. He's on the charge trying to reel in Ryan Newman. Kurt Busch about two car lengths back in second spot. Tony Stewart trying to hold on to third as best he can as he enters into turn three and four. Here comes Kevin Harvick down to the inside with Dale Earnhardt Jr. just behind, but it will be Ryan Newman as they go back to the strike. Further back, Robbie Gordon picked up three spots already. Ready, just completing one lap, but it is Ryan Newman leading, starting to pull away. But now a new second-place man, Kurt Busch, is up there as they charge off into turn one. Racing back into the corner now, Matt Kenseth makes a move down to the inside and center pack. He bypasses the Kevin Harvick car, works his way up into fifth, now to challenge for fourth. And Earnhardt Jr. just going by like to Tony Stewart like he was sitting still off of turn number two. He's on the charge, closing quickly on Kurt Busch down in turn three and four. As they exit off that fourth corner, Earnhardt's trying to make the move. He is on the charge. He almost made the move around the outside, decides to do it at the inside and try to take over second place. He's got a fender underneath Kurt Busch in one. And again, he goes right by to the inside of Kurt Busch with little effort at all, just blasting on by to the second position. Now Dale Earnhardt Jr. chasing Ryan Newman. A pair of rocket ships head down the back straightaway. Ryan Newman and Dale Earnhardt Jr. It's about two car lengths, and that interval is shrinking and shrinking quickly. Newman to the bottom of the track. Earnhardt about a half a groove higher. You can hear the crowd cheering here at the Lowe's Motor Speed way over the roar of the engines as Dale Earnhardt Jr. is chasing down Ryan Newman. Two 
laps to go. The Budweiser Chevrolet on the move in turn one. Earnhardt Jr. throws down the gauntlet. He tells Newman, you want to play a game of horsepower? I'll play. Here he comes. Earnhardt Jr. to challenge for the lead. He got a good run off of turn number two, but Newman responds down the back straightaway. Equal on horsepower. About a car length separation between the top two drivers. Earnhardt again with a higher line. Newman hugging that bottom white line off of four. Earnhardt Jr. comes to the outside. Then he's going to cut down to the inside like he did before, but no, this time he doesn't. He block, gets blocked as they come to the line. White flag is out. They head for one to settle it. Earnhardt Jr. goes to the outside. Newman is there. Earnhardt Jr. dives low. Newman throws the block. They make contact off the corner. Newman still has the lead. Ryan Newman survives that battle down the back straightaway now. He opens up about a two-car length advantage in turn three and four. Earnhardt's final last ditch effort. He now goes to the bottom of the racetrack. Newman's got him covered off a of four. Ford and Chevy duking it out for the finish in the 18th running of the Winston. Ryan Newman comes down to the line. Earnhardt tries, but Newman is going to win the Winston. Earnhardt Jr. finishes in the second spot. Matt Kenseth comes in third. Kurt Busch is fourth and fifth is Jimmy Johnson. Let's go to Pit Road. Somewhere down in this pile of high fives and jumping around is crew chief Matt Borland. This team is fired up. You can hear them in the background. Their fists in the air. Matt, what a call. They lift Matt Borland in the air. The team all excited. As Matt Borland, the crew chief for the Alltel team, they jump him out. It's pandemonium down here on pit lane. NASCAR Today continues on MRN Radio, sponsored by Ford. The official truck of NASCAR is built Ford Tough. So far in his young career, Ryan Newman has not won a NASCAR Winston Cup race, but he has won the All-Star race, the Winston, here tonight at the Lowe's Motor Speedway in Charlotte. His first ever appearance in the event after winning the uh, No Bull Sprint earlier in the race to get in to the Winston, and he comes home holding off Dale Earnhardt Jr. in a fantastic battle. Earnhardt Jr. came out of nowhere in this closing lap, Sparty. That was a heck of a finish. It really, really was. Let's go down to pit road and see if we can hear from some of the top five. With Dale Earnhardt Jr., Dale, they just talking about you came out of nowhere and gave him one heck of a run. First of all, talk about that uh, the contact in turn two. Yeah, I was. Uh, I had a run on him, and I knew that was probably the worst spot on the track for him. And I thought about going high, and then, you know, decided to stay low. And I gave him a little tap, and, hell, he hung on to it. Hell of a job. Uh, I backed off because I thought he was going to spin out. Didn't want to win the race by wrecking him. And uh, $700,000 is a lot of money, but it ain't worth that. And uh, he did a good job. Saved his car, and then went on to win. And uh, we had a great horse tonight. Gives us good confidence for the 600. Early on in the first segment, you were back toward the back of the pack and then came on to finish second. What did you guys do to this car throughout the night? Well, the car was that good all night. We just, um, uh, you know, had a lot of patience and, and, and did things. Made a lot of, had to dodge a lot of wrecks. That cost us a lot of spots and stuff. But it's a pretty exciting race from where I was at. I mean, I missed uh, Mark's boater blowed up in front of me, about sent me in the wall. Park spun in front of me, about ran into him. Big crash on the back straightaway, about got into that, or it was, we was behind it anyways. And it was an exciting night, man. But I'm, I'm happy for, for Ryan. I mean, Won my, uh, won, I won that race in, in my rookie season, and I know kind of what, the, what an impact it has on your career. And uh, I'm telling you, he's a, he's a pretty good little race car driver. I, he surprised the hell out of me. Patience, horsepower, talent, and showed a lot of class tonight is Dale Earnhardt Jr. Quite a run for him and uh, being very frank about what happened out there also. Let's go back down to pit road here for some more of the top finishers. With Matt Kenseth and the DeWalt Ford comes across third here this evening. Good run for you. 
Yeah, it was a great run for the Dwalt guys. We uh, were pretty fast in the first race. I uh, thought we had a third or fourth place car and uh, got hit coming into pits. and got a lot of damage, and uh, we're lucky to hang on to a top 10 or 12, whatever it was there. And I uh, uh, was happy with the car in the second run. I was just a little too tight. We uh, got some tires and made a run at it, but I just could never get myself positioned to where I had a shot at it. For the fans, those last five laps looked very exciting. How was it from inside the car? I was exciting. It's always uh, fun when you got tires and you're the chaser. It's a lot of fun, you know, when you're chasing them guys down and uh, trying to pass them. But it's no fun when you're on old ones trying to hold them off. So uh, it was a really fun race. Uh, we, we probably never had a car that was, was really good enough to win and uh, came home third around the pole. It was, it was a really fun weekend. Matt Kenseth and the DeWalt Ford comes across third here this evening in the Winston. Yeah, let's see if we can get a word from Kurt Busch. Another one of the drivers that had a good hard run tonight. Kurt, first of all, tell us about your night. It was good stuff. We had great uh, teamwork as far as everybody involved. The green flag pit stop and uh, with Roush Racing finishing 3-4, it was an exciting night. I can't thank the engine department enough for giving us some toys to play with these boys. And it was just a great learning tool for us. We might run the same exact setup in the 600. These tires last forever. Obviously, at the end, tires were the benefit, but uh, just a good learning deal for us, and we had a shot at the win and hated to use Robbie Gordon as a yellow, but I think we needed a yellow there at the end. What happened in that situation? Cars were checking up. Stewart got a little loose in the middle of one. Robbie Gordon got underneath them. When two cars race side by side, that third car picks up the draft. He got loose right before I hit him. I bumped him as part of it. I think we needed a yellow so we can put on a good show there at the end, and Tony Stewart was messing with the 12. This is good Saturday night racing. We all had a lot of fun. Roush third and fourth. It was a good day. Yeah, big day, big smile for Kurt Busch. Yeah, let's see if we can get a word with Jimmy Johnson. Well, Jimmy Johnson had an incredible night tonight, his very first Winston. You win two segments, but come home fifth here in the final one. Oh, man, it was a great day for us. Uh, the way that first one worked out where we had a tire cut down and, and put us in position to win the first segment, dominated the second one, but we didn't know what to really adjust on the car going into the third segment. We left it alone, and it bit us. Uh, the car was a little tight. We couldn't do anything with those guys, but I think the fans saw a race they wanted to see. They asked for the full inversion. Junior uh, came back up to second from back there with us. We got the fifth. Uh, just a great day for the Lowe's Monte Carlo here at Lowe's Motor Speedway. Do you ever stop and kind of pinch yourself and say, is all this really happening? Yeah, I was trying to ignore most of it. If we won this last segment here, I would be pinching myself trying to wake up. But congratulations to Ryan. He's been super strong all year long and did a heck of a job here today. And uh, we look forward to being in again next year. Jimmy Johnson, he won the first two segments, then got completely inverted to the back of the field, but made his way up to fifth. I'd say a nice run for the low Chevrolet. Jimmy did a very good job uh, coming home uh, in the fifth position in his first ever running of the Winston. We'll go to victory lane and hear from Ryan Newman, the winner, in just a moment. Give you a quick rundown while we're waiting to get down to Ryan Newman. He did win the, the Winston. Dale Earnhardt Jr. finishes second. Matt Kenseth is third. Fourth is Kurt Busch. And fifth is Jimmy Johnson. Let's go down to Jim Phillips. Ryan Newman. You've won the Winston. How does it feel? It feels awesome. I just want to thank all the fans for coming out tonight, give us the opportunity to come here and race. And You know, it's, it's just so great to be here at Charlotte Motor Speedway racing and, and running hard in the Alltel Ford. And I thank uh, Winston and R.J. Reynolds and all those people for giving us the opportunity. It's just uh, it's an awesome feeling. Well, the flag when Jimmy Howell just gave you your first winner's to, uh, flag right here. Let me, let me ask you, the, before, the last, before the caution came out, were you surprised that you got out in front as fast as you did? It, it, I was kind of surprised, but I knew we had a good car after uh, the, the sprint race there when, when we led those 16 laps. But um, 
you know, when, when you get, to get out front, you get a totally different feeling of in, the, in the race car, and it, usually it's good. And we got the opportunity to get out front and just felt good. We just kept going with it. Didn't want to see that restart there and that yellow flag, but uh, made the best of a bad situation and, and come home in the win. Okay, about the, how about the restart before the actual restart? What happened there? I just I, I went when I thought I was supposed to, and I, I guess I was a little early. But uh, you know, I got to thank NASCAR and everybody for for uh, you know putting on this whole program. It's great to be part of their family, and uh, we enjoy being here. Okay, how about the move in the first turn? You go by Tony Stewart, the last four laps to go in the race. You know, you've got to get to make that move right then. What was the thinking there? I saw he was a little loose, and I got underneath him a little bit there in three, just shook him a little loose, never touched him, but um, just took, took advantage of his bad situation, and, and uh, fortunately it paid off for us. Now then, what are you going to do with this $750,000? I don't know yet. <laughs> we'll think about it when we get the check. All right, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Ryan Newman wins the Winston. Sounds like he's a little bit in shock, and I'm sure he is, really. Yeah, I'll tell you what, uh, after surviving all the hurdles he went through this evening and all the cautions and crashes that took place, n- not even knowing for sure if he'd be in the race because he had to race in through the uh, the Winston Open and uh, the No Bull Sprint, finally getting in and holding off Dale Earnhardt Jr. for the victory. That uh, was pretty impressive. Time now for Barney and me to select the winner of the Ray Bestos Break of the Race Award. We'll award $500 to the Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries from Ray Bestos Breaks in the name of the driver who received the best break in tonight's race. What do you think? I kind of like Dale Earnhardt Jr. because we were talking here, had that last caution not come out. He was more or less out of it. I don't think he could have run down and got up there and had a chance to win this thing. He comes home with a second-place finish. I think I'll go in that direction. I think it's a very good nomination. So, Ray Bestus breaks the official breaks of NASCAR, awards $500 in the name of Dale Earnhardt Jr. to the Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries. Let's take a look once again at the final rundown in the 2002 edition of the Winston. Ryan Newman is the winner, collects $750,000 for winning the Winston. Dale Earnhardt Jr. will finish second. Matt Kenseth ran third. Kurt Busch finished fourth. Jimmy Johnson was fifth. Tony Stewart came home sixth. Robbie Gordon was seventh. Kevin Harvick was eighth. Ricky Craven finished ninth, and Bill Elliott made up the top ten. Again, don't forget, this is not the end of this weekend of NASCAR racing. The NASCAR Bush Series runs at the Nazareth Speedway tomorrow. The Nazareth 200, but both qualifying was rained out. They start based on points tomorrow. MRN Radio coverage starts 1230 Eastern Time. Also tomorrow afternoon, the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series runs the Jelly Belly 200. They're out at the Pikes Peak International Raceway in Colorado. MRN Radio airtime for that event is 330 Eastern Time. Next Sunday afternoon, the NASCAR Winston Cup Series here at the Lowe's Motor Speedway, running the longest race of the year, the Coca-Cola Family 600. MRN Radio picks up the schedule at Dover Downs International Speedway the weekend of June the 2nd. Voices you heard on our broadcast this evening, Kurt Becker, who shivered out in turns 1 and 2, and Buddy Long, who was quite cold in turns 3 and 4, I'm sure. They covered the action for us on the racetrack. Down along the pit lane, it was Jim Phillips, Winston Kelly, and Tony Rizzuti. Sherry Smith did our scoring tonight. Jim Moody, our broadcast engineer. Mike Weaver was our satellite engineer. Our production assistants, David Brandt, Kay Pinchbeck, Billy Roy, and Trey Roy. Don't forget to listen to NASCAR Today weekdays with daily news and information on NASCAR racing. NASCAR Live Tuesday nights at 7 with Eli Gold. Especially this coming week, we'll be originating the show from the Tom Johnson Camping Center here in Concord, North Carolina, right across from the Speedway Tuesday night and a special edition on Friday evening. Also be listening weekdays for the world of racing here on MRN Radio. For Barney Hall, I'm Joe Moore. It has been a wild evening as expected here at the Lowe's Motor Speedway in Charlotte, North Carolina. Ryan Newman has won the 18th running of the Winston. MRN Radio. Coverage of the Winston has come to you from Lowe's Motor Speedway. Sponsored by Chevrolet. If only everything was as dependable as the Chevy. Chevy, we'll be there. 
By McDonald's, we love to see you smile. By 76 Gasoline, makers of the official fuel of NASCAR. By Ray Bestis, the best in brakes, certified for your safety. By The Home Depot, NASCAR's home improvement warehouse. By MBNA, issuer of the official NASCAR credit card. By Coca-Cola, the official soft drink of NASCAR fans. By Craftsman, the official tools of NASCAR, CART, and the NHRA. Craftsman, the proud sponsor of the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series. By AutoZone, get in the zone. AutoZone, two-way communications by Racing Radio. For trackside rental and sales, visit the TrackScan vendor and authorize the affiliate of Racing Radio. And by Pontiac. Can you handle a Pontiac Grand Prix? The executive producer for MRN is David Hyatt. This broadcast has been a production of the Motor Racing Network. This week's MRN Classic Race has been brought to you by Hercules Tires.